Ladies and gentlemen. Grogu, 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 Grogu. For this is a Fred the Own Productions podcast. Yay! He has a name. <laughs> and it's a boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cue music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Oh, gosh. Uh, are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Boring conversation anyway. Hello! Hi! Oh, hello! Ah, I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Katarmaja. And I'm a Richard And I'm a Michael Lisa. <laughs> I need to get and... that beat in. <laughs> Otherwise, and I'm. You and our experience. Totally skew with. <laughs> you and our experiencing podcast called Fred. Yes, you are. <laughs> get it in quick. <laughs> yes. Get in. Mighty quick. Get yes. it in there. Uh, yes. Gotta, um, gotta include Wayne, as you can hear, he is absent today. Yes, 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 yes. He's uh he's absent and I'm I'm taking that as a sign of, you know, his uh disrespect and dislike for for a certain anniversary that I feel has run its course. So <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, he's not here to defend himself. He's not here to speak up for himself. So I, I'm just, he would be here if this day meant anything to him. Okay. So let's just yeah put that aside and shelve that. Yeah. He didn't call in for sick leave. He, no annual leave. I'm sorry, Wayne. You didn't, you, 24 hours. That's the cutoff point. And I'm sorry, <laughs> you're not going to be paid, paid overtime for this. I'm no, <laughs> no. No, no public holiday rates for yes. you, yes. Mr. Stellini. No, <laughs> no, no. I'm no. docking But we love pay. you anyway. Yeah, we love you. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, love. <laughs> All the love. And we'll see you ne- next week where I will be strung up, no doubt. <laughs> Big tongue lashing. By, by his words. <laughs> That's if he's um, listening to this, which I uh, No, I'm sure he is. Yeah, is he? <laughs> I'm sure. Well, Hi, if Wayne. he's not, it'll be even funnier come next week. <laughs> ah, if Hi, Wayne, Wayne does his homework, yes. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Ah, um, Fulia, how's, yes. how's your week been? Um, my week has been all right. Uh, same old, same old. Yeah, just been uh, doing the streamies as per usual. Uh, I have been working away at JB. Yep. Uh, Working in the gaming department. Yep. Which has been a lot of fun. Um, and this weekend has been crazy because I worked my first Black Friday sale. Yes. <laughs> and you're still here. So and I'm alive. Congratulations. <laughs> I survived. I survived. survived. Yes. I've still got tomorrow's Cyber Monday stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> What's um, so, so black about it? <laughs> But it's, but it's been fun nonetheless. I'm really, I'm still enjoying being, um, being, being in the store and good. just, uh, imparting my knowledge to the customers. Yes, that's it. <laughs> I'm really enjoying that sort of side of things. Um, and yeah, just, you know, doing my video editing as well and hanging out with the peeps and, you know, online and offline and <laughs> the same old, same old, right? Like the, nothing has really changed in the last in the last week or so, 
Um, so over to you, Wayne. Uh, Wayne. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> I am so used to saying that. I told you. I told you. When you have a when you have a gap in the beat, it throws you off. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I always have to go. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's not just a gag. <laughs> Michael, how was your week? Yes, there's actual thought in it into it. So yes. my week, uh, my week has been great. It's um, at work. Uh, my shifts are being changed. I am finally getting my weekends back. Yay! Monday to Friday. Unfortunately, not from nine to five. Otherwise, I'll be singing Dolly Parton at the moment. But it's a, it's a good change. I'm gonna have my weekends back. Weekends for family and maybe some maybe some gaming. I don't know. But yeah. I could definitely organise my schedules, uh, especially with Fred and everything like that. So I'm I'm not gonna be going, oh yeah, this week starts here, but my actual weekend starts on a, on a Wednesday, which is weird. <laughs> so finally yeah. I'll be having my weekends back and seeing nice. seeing more people, seeing more friends and, and family and everything that. So that's great. Big big load off my shoulders, basically. Uh, I'm, great. I'm getting order in my life, which is good. And what's really good is we finally signed for a house, so we're finally getting a house just waiting for the build and then then June comes and we're going to be paying for a house and a land and rent at the same time and I'm going to be absolutely fucking skint but happiness happiness will prevail happiness yes and also this this past week and well this week past week wherever you're listening to this Last time you've been seeing me when I was doing my awful Californian accent. Uh, <laughs> speaking of anniversaries, it was my anniversary. Well, me and my wife's anniversary. The big 05 yes, anniversary. Yes, five years. Congratulations. Yay. <laughs> yeah. My wife says uh, half a decade. Uh, I like to say one-tenth of half a century. <laughs> so... <laughs> So yeah, that was that was exciting. Uh, uh, my mother-in-law looked after our, um, our daughter, so me and the wife had like a staycation. Really, we went to um, a hotel in Bendigo because uh, we weren't sure if we were going to go anywhere because of uh, obviously 2020. And mm-hmm. yeah, we just stayed at a hotel. We we had we had um, we had stuff. So. It was great. So that's basically my week. Um, yeah, it's just mostly watching t- TV and keeping myself occupied. Um, uh, I'm almost finished The Crown. Yay! Which possibly next week is going to be a big discussion. Um, yes, hopefully. Yes. Probably not the overall, but especially the... Season um, four. Especially season four. Uh, I think I probably have more to say about season four than, than most. <laughs> yes, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, well, almost finished. Um, up to up to season uh, season six, up to episode six, uh, to, uh, four more episodes, and then yeah, I'll be I'll be right I'll be right to go, and then I'll be jumping right into Cobra Kai because because I need to catch up on that, and yes. yeah, and obviously Mandalorian, but that that's a spoiler for 
uh, later on in the show. And yeah, everything's going great. I'm actually, I'm actually been the best mentally at this present time in 2020. So it's been it's oh. been great, really. Yeah, yeah, just just oh, great. Good. I'm just beaming. I'm, <laughs> I, it's it's weird being happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about what about yeah. you, Kendall? Have you been That's happy? Awesome. Ever? Have I been happy? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, this week has been been a mixed bag for me, <laughs> emotionally. But I'm really glad to hear that you're doing well. That is freaking amazing. Um, as for me, uh, yeah. So I also work at uh, the JB Hi-Fi's, uh, <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, so I was dealing with my own Black Fridayness. Um, elsewhere in the city Mm -hmm. and yeah it was it was pretty crazy it's been i did five days straight which is you know pretty much normal for most people but five days straight of consistent busy 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 so eh, i was wrecked after um, oh yeah yesterday yeah. yeah i'm so glad i had today off but yesterday i went home and i just I got takeaway and I sat down in front of the TV all night and watched movies. I was just like, I'm checking out. <laughs> checking out of this. Yeah, I needed a mental break. Um, so, yeah, so it's been pretty grueling, but, you know, rewarding in ways, you know, helping people and stuff. You know, I stepped up in ways that I don't usually step up because we were just that busy and yeah. didn't have enough staff. So I had to kind of go a bit more above and beyond than I usually do. And that was very fulfilling at the end of the day. And customers were, you know, generally for the most part, a lot of people were pretty nice. Um, yeah, nothing too, nothing too traumatic. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's retail. So yeah, it's whatever happens, happens. It's fine. I, I still love my job at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, so just, yeah, mentally drained, physically drained from that. Uh, and then yeah, outside of that, I've just been watching a bunch of stuff and, you know, including, Two things we're going to be discussing later. Mm-hmm. One of our quickie review items, um, and uh, of course our main topic for discussion, which I can't wait to get to. Yes. Um, but yeah, watching. I finally watched. Um, uh, they put Palm Springs on Amazon Prime. The Andy Samberg, uh, Kristen Milioti, uh, Groundhog Day film oh. <laughs> that we re- we did trailer park for a couple months ago. Um, yeah, highly recommend. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it was good. great. It was really great, like a, a nice, fresh take on the Groundhog Day trope, um, and they were both excellent with each other mm-hmm. and in general in the movie, and yeah, um, and J.K. Simmons is in there, and he steals every scene he's in, it's, it's J.K. Simmons. <laughs> it's J.K. Simmons, this is what he does. Um, yeah, no, I really, really enjoyed watching that. I highly recommend. Um, and, uh, I also watched a new Netflix film directed by Ron Howard called Hillbilly Elegy, which, Ooh. uh, came out recently on Netflix. Um, stars Amy Adams and, uh, Glenn Close and yeah, was, was based on a true story, which I didn't realize until the end, uh, when they showed like the real photos of the family and like, oh my God, they did such a good job of like with the makeup and the hair and the clothes and everything. Like it was, it was really, really cool. Um, yeah, I definitely w- recommend watching. It's kind of like a feel good melodrama set in, uh, Ohio, uh, and Kentucky in like the Southern, um, area of the States pretty much. And, uh, yeah. And, but it was, it's a really good family story. 
um, and really heartbreaking at the same time because of certain struggles certain characters go through and some amazing performances especially from Amy Adams she just give her an Oscar already please <laughs> like it's ridiculous I even read a bit of trivia uh, afterwards that apparently between them Amy Adams and Glenn Close have 16 Oscar nominations mm-hmm. and no wins wow so give them both Oscars for this, <laughs> for this movie just out of principle at this point because probably tells you something yeah, yeah, mm, who knows? <laughs> Just unlucky on the day, I guess. Um, but no, I, yeah, I recommend checking it out. It's a good, it's a, it's, it was a very well-made film. I really enjoyed cool. it. Yeah. Um, and then one last thing I did this week before we move on. Um, uh, one of my friends uh, from work came over and we've started watching uh, Farscape. Oh, Farscape! So, yeah, wow. which is just... revisiting another part of my childhood (laughs) (laughs) that I was like, holy crap, I'm literally having flashbacks of sitting on the couch with mum and dad and my brother every, like, Saturday or Sunday night whenever it was on Channel 9. Like, yeah. Because, yeah, it's just just awesome. Um, And it still holds up pretty well. Like, you know, I mean, some of the effects are, you know, they didn't really have much of a CGI budget back in the late 90s, but um, the practical effects just the puppetry i mean it's it's the jim henson company um mm. so and brian henson worked on it very closely so um yeah that all holds up and um yeah we watched like half of almost half of season one in one sitting nice so yeah so that was really really cool um yeah um all right i think uh it might be time now to check in with the week that was and the nerdy news what do you oh, think oh we forgot to check in with wayne oh too bad <laughs> For listeners at home, she's having a I don't sip know if you of can... tea. Yes, I was. Yes, I wish. Now I'm suddenly wishing <laughs> we were on Twitch because <laughs> that that sip of tea was pretty well timed. <laughs> One might even say deliberate. Um, anyway, <laughs> I love you, Wayne. It's all right. Okay, all right. It's time to check in with the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most S. Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Alright, nerdy news time. Yes! And we're going to start with some DC news up top. Again mentioning Wonder Woman 1984 because now we have some definite clarification on release dates. Most in particular, the release date for Australia. Uh, We will be seeing Wonder Woman 1984 in cinemas on Boxing Day, the 26th of December. It's official. It's locked in. (laughs) Just in time for the end of 2020. So that's that's definitely something to look forward to. I mean, it was speculated that it was going to be released the week before, which was initially reported, but uh, I guess they've made locked in everything, made sure everything's, you know, what, what dates work best, because in a lot of countries, it is coming out the week before, but for some reason, Australia, New Zealand, we're getting it Boxing Day, uh, and then the US, of course, as we know, uh, is getting it on Christmas Day um, at home on HBO Max as well as in theatres, so, but for us, it's just going to be s- straight to the cinemas, if you want to see 
Uh, you want to see Wonder Woman kick some ass. Kick some, <laughs> yes. kick some cheetah ass. Some Max Lord ass. I can't wait. It's going to be great. So mark your calendars now. And moving Already into did. other news. Yes. Okay. Other news, but slightly related news. Another war, uh, upcoming Warner Brothers release, Godzilla vs. Kong, um, might be heading to streaming as well. Uh, this is a film that has been delayed uh, before, you know, before coronavirus made del- delays cool and trendy. Um, Godzilla vs. <laughs> Kong was being pushed around the, the calendar. Um, and then uh, eventually, because of the COVID-19 pandemic, found a date in March of next year. Mm-hmm. Um, according to officials, Warner Brothers and Legendary, they are holding to their uh, cinematic release date um, in March. Um, but there is uh, rumors and gossip saying that apparently they're trying to sell it to either Netflix or HBO Max. And my guess is, depending on how well Wonder Woman 1984 does uh, on HBO Max and the cinemas, will make that decision for them, I think. So um, who knows what's going to happen, but interesting things developing uh, in regards to Godzilla vs. Kong. I would just like to see the movie wherever cool. it is. So. Yeah, yeah. Hope, hopefully it's good. For a long time, we, we haven't had a rumour meal in a long no. time. No! <laughs> that's, that's why we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got rid, of the, got rid of the segment because there was never any rumours and here we, here we have a rumour. All right, something that's not a rumour is this piece of awesome news. Channing Tatum, Phil Lord and Chris Miller are teaming up for a, a comedic take on a Universal Monster-inspired movie. Um, they haven't announced what kind of creature they're going to be parodying or, or, or trying to do seriously, but basically it's them, uh, doing a monster movie present day, um, satirizing, you know, the kind of tropes and, and all of that stuff. And if it's anything as good as the Jump Street movies were, then it's going to be a barrel of laughs. And I'm so keen because Channing Tatum needs to do more comedy. Because he's very, very funny. Um, I would really like to see him and Chris Hemsworth team up and do something. Because I imagine that would that would make a lot of money, first My off. My goodness. And what then, a combination. And then it would be very funny at the same time. What a combination. Yeah. <laughs> that, would be, that would be a preposterous amount of testosterone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yep. probably too much. <laughs> yeah. Preposterone. Preposterous. <laughs> yes. Preposterone. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Powerful. Um, Remember that meme? I do. <laughs> yeah. I am very old. No, it's okay. To the internet, <laughs> I am very old. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is this sounds really exciting. Uh, yeah, no release date or anything uh, else to say except this movie is happening and coming uh, some point in the next couple of years. So um, definitely something to look forward to. I think. Um, something else that's, you know, kind of pulling from our childhood as most things do these days. Uh, there is a Clifford the Big Red Dog movie coming, which I didn't know was a thing until they dropped this little 20 second teaser showing what Clifford's going to look like in the movie. Um, <laughs> fully, fully is very happy. I can't see her reaction, uh, but it's the cutest thing. I, it's yeah. The, the the moment I saw that, I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. really?" Yeah, it's happening. <laughs> <clears throat> it is happening, and it's coming out next year. Um, if you're curious as to what Clifford looks like, go check out the little teaser. Um, it looks like a 
like I'm kind of I'm kind of not entirely sold because it's very good CGI rendering of like the fur and the way he moves and stuff. Um, but like I I'm not sold on the color. It looks like he's been spray painted. Like it doesn't look I don't know. Like the bright red Clifford the dog that we yeah. usually know. Yeah, it doesn't I don't know. It doesn't look know. like a cartoon. Why can't they do the um the Sonic the Hedgehog? Sonic? I was literally gonna make a Sonic joke, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I mean it's not it's not bad. I just I don't Maybe love they're just it. maybe they're just trying to go for the realistic ter- tones of red. Yeah, well, rather as long than as, just like bright red. <laughs> I guess. Well, as long as they don't, you know. I mean, Sonic aside, as long as they don't go down the Lion King route as well and give him no emotions. On yeah. The face. Um, They're dogs. They're gonna have emotions. Yeah. Especially Clifford. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do yeah. the Garfield thing. Do the Gar? Yeah. 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 Look, yeah. Like the only thing that looks like a cartoon is Garfield. Is Garfield? Yeah. We got <laughs> and Odie was just just a dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, Which is. Doesn't no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which is you know interesting considering last week when we talked about Tom and Jerry, right? And yeah. All of the animals, regardless of what they were, were animated, and the humans were live action. Mm-hmm. So maybe, yeah, I don't know. But this one looks like they're really going for a realistic, mm. yeah, realistic take. So we'll see how it plays out. Um, just don't don't mess with our childhoods, man. Yes, precious, precious. I remember loving Clifford. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I want, I want to see Clifford in the um in the Godzilla universe. I want to see Clifford versus Godzilla, versus Kong, <laughs> versus the Iron Giant. You know. But... Wow. It's combinable. That, that sounds epic. <laughs> like really, really epic. Um, well, it's the ultimate goodness. showdown. Ultimate show. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm showing my age, aren't I? Yeah. It's the internet. Again. It's an old internet. Again. Oh my god. Shoot thing... me, please. <laughs> One piece of news that's broken is that Mike is old, apparently, <laughs> during, during this podcast. Not as old as us. No. What are you talking about? I'm 25. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm I'm still the oldest person on the recording. Now that now that someone else isn't present. I'm the <laughs> I'm just taking full advantage of this. Yes. <laughs> it's great. All right. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Moving yeah, you, should, to... you should fuck off more often. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Wayne, we didn't say that. He did. <laughs> I, say it with, I say it with love. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Fuck off. <laughs> That's what Han Solo said to Leia, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I love you. Fuck love off. You. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's what they did in Family Guy. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. But that's, what, but that's what I know. It's like it's such a dickish thing to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very cocky of him. So, I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, gold leader. Yep. Yeah, speaking of Star Wars. Speaking of Star Wars. Speaking um, of Star Wars, Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sci-fi. Uh, yes, moving into TV news now. Um, this is pretty awesome to see. John Barrowman is returning to Doctor Who. Uh, Captain Jack will be appearing in the holiday special Revolution of the Daleks, which is set to come out uh, during the Christmas period. Um, 
According to, uh, to the interwebs, the plot kind of goes that uh, Captain Jack will be on hand to help the fam as they discover a disturbing plan forming involving one of the Doctor's most feared and dangerous enemies, the Daleks. With the 13th Doctor locked away in space prison, Captain Jack will try to help save planet Earth together with Yaz, Ryan, and Graham. Um, Yeah, makes no sense to me because I don't watch it, but it sounds really cool. Makes sense to me. Yes. Um, But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. I I mean, one of the things that's kind of wanted me to get into Doctor Who is the fact that John Barrowman's involved. (laughs) Uh, Just because I love him so much. He's really Um, good. yeah, Yeah, and Captain Jack just seems like such a fun character you know like yeah what if what if han solo was super flamboyant as well <laughs> just kind of <laughs> sees how he is um but, but yeah yeah uh no this sounds like a cool special and it's really cool to see like i'm always a sucker too for um characters like long-standing recurring characters returning um for appearances down the line so i think it's going to be a really good christmas special for whovians this year um if i don't say so myself and lastly, in the news this week, some some slightly sad news, at least for my my sake, my my point of view on this. Uh, Joss Whedon has announced his departure from um, the upcoming HBO series The Nevers, which was a show we talked about eons ago when it was announced because it sounded really really awesome, and I'm always on board for a Joss Whedon series, but you know, he's been a little bit controversial of late. And no one has mentioned that at all in regards to the reason he's stepping away from this show. And I just wanted to leave that there just because two sides to stories. But anyway, Um, but basically this year um, uh, it's with COVID-19 producing the show. uh, Joss seems to have found it a bit more of a struggle than it was going to be because he was not only the showrunner, he's a producer, he's a writer, he's a director, like he's fully hardcore uh, on this show. Um, So he said uh, in a statement, this year of unprecedented challenges has impacted my life and perspective in ways I could never have imagined. And while developing and producing the Nevers has been a joyful experience, I realized that the level of commitment required moving forward combined with the physical challenges of making such a huge show during a global pandemic is more than I can handle without the work beginning to suffer. I'm genuinely exhausted and I'm stepping back to marshal my energy towards my own life, which is also at the brink of exciting change. I am deeply proud of the work we have done. I'm grateful to all my extraordinary cast and collaborators and to HBO for the opportunity to shape yet another strange world. The Nevers is a true labor of love, but after two plus years of labor, love is about all I have to offer. It will never fade. Um, so yeah, no blood, no blood, blah, blah, no bad blood over his departure on the show. Um, but sad to see him leave. No announcement yet as to who's going to be taking up the reins of the show and what kind of involvement he will have going forward, considering he is the creator of this. Um, but I guess we'll find out when it premieres next year in 2021. Um, I'm so excited. It sounds, it just sounds amazing anyway, as it is, because it's a, it's like this, epic kind of supernatural Victorian drama with all these like women who have like superpowers and stuff um, and it's all about apocalypse it sounds like Buffy in the Victorian era basically and I'm okay. I'm here for that <laughs> I'm really here for that so hopefully it's hopefully it's good um, we shall see 
All right, that's the nerdy news for this week, guys. Nerdy news done and dusted. Uh, Fulia, I would love to know your thoughts, please. Yay, we get to see Wonder Woman Woo! in the cinemas. <laughs> I, I am very excited. I cannot wait. Uh, we can work the Boxing Day sales and then go straight to the cinema. <laughs> That's literally what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what I'll be doing too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that'll be our reward. Hell yes. <laughs> After that day. Yes. <laughs> um, so, I, yes, I am very excited that we now have an actual release date here in Australia. Um, and the fact that we can, you know, go to the cinemas to actually see it. Uh, so I'm very, very happy about that. The first look at Clifford, the big red dog. Oh my goodness. Like I said before, like I didn't even like, like you, I had no idea this was even a thing that it was even happening. Mm. Um, As soon as I saw the little teaser pop up in my feed, I was like, wait a second, what's this? (laughs) So I had to watch it. I watched it and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're doing something from my childhood again. (laughs) <laughs> I love the I love the books. They they were yeah. so much fun to read. Mm-hmm. Um and I think at a at a point if I'm remembering correctly, they did a small series like cartoon series. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was an animated series. Yeah, yeah. and I man, I I love that show for some reason. I don't know what it is about that giant dog. I just it was the cutest thing. It's great. And it was different. Yeah, for for our time. Yeah, yeah. Just seeing a big dog in, that's just coloured red mm. compared to, you know, your natural coloured dogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, yes, okay. I am looking forward to this. Please make it good. Please make sure the CGI is good for this too. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm excited but also a little nervous. <laughs> 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 because it's, you know, it's... it's Nostalgia. <laughs> yes, it was nostalgia. It is, and I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the sequel, uh, Clifford uh, v. Spot. Yes, <laughs> Dawn of the Dogs. Ah. <laughs> get get the uh, the Spot live action as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it looks really cute. I have to admit, like I'm a I'm a huge dog lover. Um, and I know that the moment I start watching this, I'm just going to be, you know, giggling the whole way through. Um, so I'll most likely be watching this, um, for sure. uh, If it comes out in cinemas uh, anytime soon, but it probably won't be for another year or so. Yeah. I think it's next year sometime. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yay for Captain Jack Harkness in Doctor Who. Uh, we did get him sort of do a little cameo in the, in the season just past. But him and the 13th Doctor never met during that episode. So that was the thing. And he has no idea that the 13th Doctor is now a female. Oh. Which is another thing too. Okay. So (laughs) it's going to be interesting to see their little dynamic when they come into the scenes together during this particular episode, if it does happen. Yeah, well, she's in space prison, so. Yes. So I am looking forward to, to seeing that. That's special because um, mm. I'm not a huge Huvian, but I do enjoy the show for what it is. Okay, good. Yes. Um, so I am looking forward to it uh, when it does come out. And I think <clears throat> that's all I got out of the news myself. How about yourself, Michael? Oh, don't you? Oh, yeah. Me. No way. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure I didn't screw up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
was really great. Yay, Wonder Woman's coming out on Boxing Day. I'm gonna mm. be I'm gonna be in Canberra, possibly, to watch mm. it. Either that or I'm gonna have to wait a couple of a uh, couple of days until I watch it in, in the proper cinema in Bendigo. Yay. Yay. Ah <laughs> uh, such a great such a great time watching movies on Boxing Day. I remember mm. this this old man Mike talking again. <laughs> I remember going to the Lord of the Rings on Boxing <laughs> yes. Day. Yes. And then all the Star Wars on Boxing Day. Yes. And then and then the Hobbit. Then the Hobbit <laughs> on Boxing Day. Yes. And then and then all the Harry Potter. I can't remember if Harry Potter was on Boxing Day, but <laughs> no, ah! I think Harry Potter was like November. Yeah, yeah, something releases. like that. Yeah, but yeah. close. Well, yeah, you know, because I'm very old. I watched I watched Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, cool. Uh, Kong and Godzilla coming out. Hopefully, uh, it will be it will be good, even if. Just a bit of dumb fun. That would be great, and that's what they basically are. You can't put too much on these movies to be no. to be good. I mean, it's, it's basically kaiju's, and that's what they call in in Japan big big monsters. Yeah, Bofra and all that. Mm-hmm. That's why that's why I'm hoping for Clifford to, to get snucky get stuck in there. <laughs> That'd be awesome. A, a lovable red dog that gets completely destroyed by, by, a, no. jo- by a turtle. Why? Don't destroy the dog. <laughs> he wouldn't stand a chance against a, a nuclear blast from, from Mecha Godzilla. Then don't write him in at all. Okay, fine. <laughs> all I know... I, I have vague memories of Clifford the Big Red Dog. Um, all I all I remember him is uh, a, a bit from uh, Louis C.K. in his stand-up special, where he was ta- talking about um, how the Narnia series is 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 basically an entire like world from start to end, like entire like um, ecosystem of a of a place from 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 dawn to dusk, basically, and it's all. All compiled into seven books, but Clifford the Big Red Dog is about fifty books, and the main storyline in each book is this dog is big. It is too big in fifty books, and then he and he and then he proclaims, "I hate Clifford the Big Red Dog." That's all. Yeah, oh boy, I love that bit. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, the Chan and Tame and the Phil Lloyd and the Chris Millam uh, team up movie uh, sort of gets me. I, I'm sort of getting Louis uh, uh, Abbott and Costello meets uh, Dracula and Frankenstein sort of thing. Yeah. So who knows? We'll pr- probably get <laughs> probably get uh, probably get um oh what's his name um. Who else was in uh, Twenty Two Jump Street? Jonah uh, Hill. Jonah Hill. I was th- I was thinking Seth something. Seth Green. <laughs> Seth Rogen. <laughs> Seth Rogen. Seth Green. For so, some for some stupid reason. Yeah, get those two <laughs> up against um, Dracula. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean they've already made uh, Dracula funny. I mean, look at the Twilight series. Made made uh, 
Vampires hilarious. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. Ruined forever. No. Um, but that would be cool if they if if uh, they get like a, a collection or maybe one or two. Because uh, I've already done. They can't really do um, the Invisible Man because it's been done. Re- very recently, yes. Yeah. So possibly not. Creature from Black Lagoon, maybe. Don't know. Maybe. Uh, putting bets on on any of them. What do you reckon? I I reckon they they're either gonna do. I reckon, actually I reckon they might do Dracula because like I mean Creature from the Black Lagoon, like Shape of Water is sort of. Oh yeah. Ish, yeah. ish recent and there Ryan Gosling's about to bring out a Wolfman remake. Um, That's true. Yeah. So I reckon they'll do Dracula. That's, Either Dracula uh, or, or Frankie. Oh yeah, Frankenstein. Actually, Frankenstein would be really funny. Imagine if Channing Tatum was Frankenstein, and then is like a, it's like a fish out of water situation where he has to go to college and find these drugs. That's like a fucking Jump Street movie. Wow. It's like a backdoor Jump Street. No, I don't want that. But like, it would be funny if like yeah, Channing Tatum was Frankenstein, and they yeah. parodied yeah the whole thing around that. But bearing in mind, uh, young Frankenstein is like very hard to beat. If yeah, very if true. If we're ta- talking comedy and Frankenstein, like yes. mythos. Yes, no, you're you're correct, yes. Yeah, it's like, yeah. don't do it. It's just, that's, yeah. no, that's, just That's don't. the peak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, with Dracula, they've done that to death, so they've pro- probably <laughs> done that to death. Ha ha! Ha 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 Yeah, I don't know. Probably Frankenstein, because there hasn't been really much Frankenstein. I mean... What was the last one? I Frankenstein or some bullshit? Yeah, there's an I Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah. That was a long time ago now. Didn't do very well. Mm. Um, Yeah, no, they haven't really done Frankenstein for a minute. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking Frankenstein. Yeah, I think he might be right. Because they've done the mummy. I mean, that flop. Yeah, and they're not not touching... Nah. (laughs) They're not touching the mummy for a while. Yeah. But it would be interesting if they do Jacqueline Hyde, maybe. I don't know. Pro- <laughs> probably too tied to the mummy. Yeah, true. Mm. Yeah. True. Although it would be a good way to forget the mummy. <laughs> yeah. By, like, doing that. <laughs> Who knows? Or, they'll pro- I don't know, if, they, if they're going to go down this route and probably talk about other, other movies. So they're sort of like... The, they do the meta like commentary is like it's like where's the mummy uh, no mummy no yeah yeah <laughs> yeah they probably have that conversation like when they're like why Frankenstein I'm like well we can't do the mummy because because nobody no mummy's not in at the moment um, yeah. <laughs> um and and Gosling's like, doing a Wolfman movie so that's yeah. out <laughs> unless they get unless they get Brendan Fraser back. Be, Wouldn't that be, awesome. be great? That would be, awesome. be awesome. I mean, yeah. even even though, like, you know, the last one, Dragon Emperor, was not, not that good. Uh, I still at least it. It's enjoyable. Yeah. It's fun. But I also recently rewatched The Mummy Returns and didn't like it. Oh. It doesn't hold up at all. Wow. And I don't know if that's just because I love the first film so much, because it's so fucking good. But The Mummy Returns is just... Interesting. Problematic in, for me. Yeah, I don't like it. A too formulaic. Like, it's sort of like the um, secret of the ooze sort of thing. It's like we we got to get the um, 
uh, turtles back, but they can't use their weapons because a lot of parents complained. That, yeah. that sort of thing. It's like, yeah. kids are going to see this, so we've got to cater for the kids. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Oh, well. That's all right. That's okay. But no, it would be cool to see if they could find a way to bring Brendan Fraser back <laughs> as, yeah. as Rick, Rick O'Connell. Uh, that'd be sick. I love that. Yeah. Anyway, Mike. Yes. Anything else in the news you want to touch on? Uh... It's cool, John Barrowman's coming back. I mean, as you say, as you say, Fulia, he did come back for his little cameo in the in the last season, uh, which was which was pretty fun because, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were thinking, oh, would it be great of of John Barrowman's character who who sort of had a crush on the Doctor, and it turns out the Doctor is a woman this time. How would he how would he act with a bit with a woman? Would he like be all standoffish? It's like. Wait a minute, because <laughs> he because he he plays a, a bisexual in the in the canon of um, Captain Jack, so it'll be interesting uh, and uh, more Doctor Who. Uh, speaking of which, I've recently I was I forgot to talk about this on my my week that was, but I've signed up to BritBox, and that has all the Doctor Who's. Oh, oh, cool! What, even yeah. the original series. Even the original series. Wow. Yeah. So, if you want to dive into some classic Doctor Who, uh, get on it. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag get not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's the BBC, and I wouldn't be um, paid for the BBC because I'm not British. <laughs> no matter how many Americans think I, I speak British. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is an Australian podcast, not a British podcast. Yeah. <laughs> As you can tell from my um Australian accent. Yeah. <laughs> you you got that, you sepos? <laughs> what? You know, septic tank. Oh, right Yank. here. Oh, okay, right, okay. Lots of dots to connect there. That was great. I apologise to our American audience. (laughs) I don't, but, you know. (laughs) We're all fair dinkum here. (laughs) And that's probably why they love us. Yeah, we're going to slap another shrimp on the barbie. No, do not... Do not keep that stereotype alive. <laughs> it's not a shrimp, it's a prawn. And you don't put them on the barbie. No. Unless unless it's a kebab. Yes. Yeah. You, but no, you? no, usually just, you know, you dip them in the, the yummy seafood sauce and om nom. Yep. Yes. And don't, and don't eat the tail. But but first you have to skin uh, skin it. Yes. What's what's the word what's the word? I can't remember. Peel. Peel? Shock? Yeah, something like that. Get rid of the the Ah. poop shoot. Yes. Your little poop shoot, you you slice it and then... There's a lot of work to that. There is. (laughs) It's a bit of a process. Yeah. Anyway, gold leader. Moving on from food. (laughs) Moving on from food. I I think that's it, basically. That's it, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I can talk about Joss Whedon, but, you know... Yeah. I've all, I don't want to get into it, but but um, when you're dealing with a creative, they've got to be sort of a dickish. I mean, if you have a look at, like, I don't know, Stanley Kubrick. It, it, yeah. Like, he was a complete and utter ass dickhead 
fucking, you know, yeah, bad guy. But his films are absolutely phenomenal. I mean, yeah. Say say what you will about his worth, uh, work ethic, but does it pay off of of torturing, torturing like actors? I don't know. Yeah, love the work, hate the jerk. That's that's the model. Here you go. That's a, <laughs> there's a way to do it. Yeah. That's it. Uh, what what about what about you, Kendall? Do, do, are you a fair dinkamozzi? <laughs> You bloody better believe it, mate. I you, am. you beauty. You little ripper. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, I don't sound I don't sound Australian anymore. I've got a twang, apparently. It's a, a twang. I've a got little, a twang in my accent. Oh, you got a little bit of a twang, don't ya? <laughs> Welcome, you bloody blinking bloody poms. Welcome to Sydney, Australia. <laughs> Care for a cup of bully tea? <laughs> <laughs> that is my impression of an American doing an Australian accent, which is yep. actually, which is pretty much um, uh, New Zealandish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or a British doing an Australian accent. Well, they do a slightly better job. <laughs> yeah. They do some of them, but you know. You know, you know the the theory <laughs> the theory of the Australian accent. Uh, it's from uh, Adam Hills. Where it's Australian is basically Cockney slowed down because of heat exhaustion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, would agree great. to that. Yeah. <laughs> Where I like, come off this boat and I come in? Oh God, God damn, it's so fucking hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. I love our accent. It's wonderful. All right, moving on. Yep. That was the nerdy news. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. Yes, 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 we suppose <laughs> it was. The nerdy news for this week, which means now it's time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. Trailer park, first trailer this week is for an upcoming Ryan Murphy-directed Netflix film called The Prom. And... I can't wait to watch this, even though I'm not the biggest fan of musicals, but this one looks so wonderful. And, um, I, I, you know, I, one, one thing I've been saying in 2020, feel good is something we need more of. Mm. This looks like that. Um, a really good way to kind of finish off this awful year. Um, it's also based on, it seems not only a book, but actual, an actual Broadway show. Uh, or maybe off-Broadway show, but it was, you know, a very successful musical in in the States uh, in recent memory. And, uh, yeah, now it's being adapted into a movie. And frickin' Meryl Streep, Nicole Kidman, James Corden, Keegan-Michael Key. Like, this cast is stacked, and I, I'm here for it, and I'm loving it. Um, it looks it looks awesome, and especially because at the 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 center of it, at the heart of it, you've got this story about two girls who like each other, who just want to go to prom together, and then because they live in like the the Midwest where things aren't as progressive in the U.S. in certain areas, um, their school has decided to just cancel the entire prom for some reason because these two girls wanted to go, and, and in 2020 that's just stupid. Um, so it's kind of fun that this 
for some reason this musical troupe from from Broadway has decided to you know they've heard about it and they're like we need to do something about this and make sure they can still have their prom and so they you know they basically come to the rescue um, through song and dance and fun times and yeah I'm I'm here for all of it it looks beautiful it looks so colorful and bright and happy and just yeah yeah no I, I don't really have anything bad to say about this trailer it was it was a really good trailer sold me on the film and I'm definitely looking forward to watching it what did you think Fulia? um oh yeah it definitely looks like a feel-good movie um I myself don't mind musicals they're actually a lot of fun to watch sometimes um this looks like something that I would definitely go and see um or well that I'll be able to watch. Yes. And um, yeah, it's it's nice to put a different sort of a twist on it, uh, on on a prom story, I suppose. Uh, the high school type musical mm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that they've decided to go with a um, with a, a same sex type yes. of coupling, I mm-hmm. suppose. Mm-hmm. And it just it makes it more real. For a lot yeah. of for a lot of people out there who do go through these type of discriminations, I suppose in in their uh, in their hometowns, um, you know, it, I mean, I suppose now it's more normalized than what it has been, uh, but this does look interesting, and I love the cast. The cast mm. looks amazing. Mm-hmm. The one gripe I have, <laughs> oh, I think I know what you're going to say, but say it. James Corden's accent, American accent does yeah. not sound very American. It's like a twist between American and British because he can't get the British out of him. Uh, yeah, and I will. I mean, it was okay, but I, I guess I don't know if it's because I mean we're he's just, trying. We're just so used to hearing him sound British that we've never really heard him sound American. So maybe it's just throwing us off so much. But yeah, true. And the fact that you know you only get small snippets of him talking in the actual trailer, but. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I yeah. don't know about him speaking yeah. <laughs> with an American accent. Yeah, I'm kind of with you a little bit. Yeah. Um, but we'll see what happens. Um, Nicole Kidman, Meryl Streep, my goodness, two leading ladies mm-hmm. in Hollywood. Yep. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I've never... I don't think I've ever seen Nicole Kidman in a musical. Oh, have you not seen Moulin Rouge? No, I have not. Ooh. Ooh, Probably I should. You should. You'd like it. It's really good. It's it's you know it's a little depressing, but yeah. it's but it's a lot of fun and it's a Baz Luhrmann film. So. Yes, yes. And Aussies. it's Australian. It's oh yeah, Australian. It's Australian. Film. In America, it's Australian. It's Australian. <laughs> Um, and, oh my goodness, Keegan-Michael Key playing, like, the principal of the high school. Yeah. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. And he is, an, he is an amazing actor and comedian. Yes. So I can't wait to see him in this. 100%. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely up for it. How about you, Michael? Yeah, um, definitely, definitely interesting. Like, uh, as you said, as you said, Kendall, you need, we need some light-hearted stuff. And it just, just... In all sense of the word, it looks very gay. Yeah. <laughs> like yes. With no malice whatsoever, it just looks no. beautiful and fantastic, mm-hmm. colourful, beautiful, yeah. uh, just mm-hmm. just fabulous. Yeah. And, and I'm not making fun, no matter. No, how, no, not at all. No matter how hard I try not to, but you know, it's yeah. What you say about um, James Gordon? I mean, I'm sort of sick of James Gordon. <laughs> 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 And him doing an accent is like, no, 
your voice is already annoying enough. Don't try and do an accent. It's coming from me who tries to do an accent every time <laughs> I try. Um, yeah, definitely a feel-good story. Um, like, like to us Australians, what is a prom? <laughs> year, year seven formal? I don't know. What is what is that? Um, yeah, um, um, definitely would would enjoy this because you know it's Meryl Streep, uh, Nicole Kidman. Um, will will she sing? I don't know. She was she all right. Would, yeah, she, she was all right in Moulin Rouge, but yeah, Mamma Mia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember what Meryl's singing voice sounds like because I've only seen Mamma Mia once. Once is enough. enough. Once yeah. was enough. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if I want ABBA, I just go to your. I, I go to the ABBA originals. Yes, or I go watch the stage show because the stage show for Mamma Mia was very good. <laughs> uh, do you know Bill Bailey? Yes. Yeah, what he said was uh, going to watch Mamma Mia is like getting hit in the head with a piece of IKEA furniture. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of agree. Yeah, no fair, it's fair, it's fair. C- going from, like, my background, my mum loves ABBA, so, of course, yeah. I, know, I know, like, virtually every song by heart. I'm trying to get it out of my brain, it's, it's quick. It's, it's very hard. It just stays with you. Mm. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'll, I'll go see it. it, it even if I have to like grin and bear James Gordon and his terrible accent. But there's other stuff in it as well that I really, really enjoy. And you know, it's it's um it's a story that I, I'm I'm not familiar with, so I'm just gonna dive straight into it. You know. Yeah. It's, where where's the where's the white people? The white straight man in this. There's none. There's none of them. None anywhere. I'm not represented anywhere in this movie. Oh, it's okay, Mike. You'll just have to go watch the other 999,000 movies out there with your... As long as they're still there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So when are we going to watch this, Kendall? Well, we will be watching this on Netflix on the 11th of December. Very close. Very close. Yes. It's exciting. Nice. Nice. Speaking of things that are close to coming out, next trailer is for an upcoming Disney Plus feature film uh, called Godmothered. And, yeah, this looks like a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) I, yeah, I, I, you know, it's surprising because for a film like this, they usually tend to put the entire movie in the trailer, but they didn't really do that for this trailer, which I'm really happy about. Um, but it's Disney and it's, you know, it's PG. So it's going to be like, you know, I mean, the ending is probably going to be very predictable. Um, cause we see the whole setup with, you know, uh, Jillian Bell's godmother in training meeting, uh, Isla Fisher. Um, and her kind of bumbling, you know, needs a makeover character. So um, we can see exactly where that's headed. And that's fine. It's going to be, I'm sure it's going to be fun. You know, once we get to know 
these characters. I, I'm kind of keen, keen to know more about Isla Fisher's character because we don't really get to see too much of, like, I guess who she is. I don't know. But, I mean, you know, the movie seems to be more about Gillian Bell's character. And she's so funny. I'll watch her pretty much do every like everything and anything every time i've seen her pop up in a film she's always always made me laugh my ass off she's so funny um her comedic timing is excellent and yeah and this she's just you know seems to be perfectly cast for me as this kind of you know just super keen and just very endearing naive almost uh you know godmother you know in training as i said and just you know wants to wants to be a fairy godmother so bad no matter what and i just and again it's a, a you know i've mentioned this phrase on the show already but fish the fish out of water concept is is a trope that i love to see and <laughs> this looks like another cool spin on that especially because it's you know this is taking place in uh, modern day and you know uh makes me think i should really go watch enchanted because i still haven't seen that <laughs> Um, and this seems to be a similar-ish concept behind it. Um, but yeah, no, this looks like a lot of fun. I, yeah, I think it's going to be a good one. Fulia, what do you reckon? Um, yeah, you're right. It looks like it's going to be quite a lot of fun. Um, it's, it's very, very cute in the way that they've decided to take, you know, this, um, fairy godmother sort of class of people, of, you know, fairy godmothers that are, you know, just in training they're 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 on their learner's license basically yeah. <laughs> and um julian bell just you know playing eleanor is just very very sweet and you're right her her comedic timing couldn't be better i i'm just uh i i love the fact that the the little bit of you know isla fisher character um mackenzie that just walks into the bathroom and then uh, <laughs> Eleanor's just like, oh, let's do a little quick costume change. And then bang, she's like, comes out in this freaking gigantic gown. gown that was like from the like European sort of French era of you know, the revolution. Oh, Georgian. Georgian. <laughs> Georgian, yeah. And her hair is like towering. She's yeah. got this full on makeup and I'm just like, oh my goodness. Imagine imagine having a fairy godmother do that to you at an event. <laughs> and yeah. just changing you into something like that ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um hmm. but I love the fact that it's also got the story of the of Eleanor realizing what the magic of the real world is as well. And not just actual magic that she uses, yeah, um, which is really sweet. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm, I'd be, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to this. Nice, Michael. Yeah, it's, a, um, yeah, it's very interesting, very sweet, very humble, very, very. I don't, yeah, <laughs> it just looks very sweet and and like heartwarming and 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 all that. Just plays it very safe. There's probably going to be a couple of risque jokes in there because you know you because you know it's artificial and and all, all that, but yeah, I'll definitely uh, definitely have a I'll definitely have a look at it. I think I think it's something that um, me and my wife will pro- probably sit down and watch for for date night. You know, just just a bit of fun. Um, yeah, when you say it's a fish out of water, definitely uh, definitely gave me some elf vibes where <laughs> this, <laughs> this 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 uh this person 
from a magical place is coming into the real world. And it's like, wow, what is this? It's like, phones. Is that Siri? Is that, is that, is that a genie? <laughs> that was that was a good joke. <laughs> After that joke, it's like, okay, I've, I've summed this uh, movie up of what it is. It's like, yeah, it's okay. It's, it's, it's dumb but harmless. <laughs> yeah. Which I, which I can say is like, you know, you can't really, you can't really um, criticize it for that. Well, I can't. What about you, Kendall? Do you criticize this? <laughs> no. No. Okay. No, I, 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 I won't. <laughs> All right. Maybe I'll have a different opinion after I watch it uh, when it comes out on Disney Plus this week, the fourth of December. Yes. Would it be would it be would it be such a good curveball if she t- if the fairy godmother turns out to be a racist? No, <laughs> no. Okay, I don't want that. I mean, no. it'd be it'd, you're right. It'd be a curveball, but it's not what I want. <laughs> like highly conservative sort of person. It's like, it's like uh, she's trying to find the prince uh, a prince for Isla Fisher's character, but it turns out uh, turns out Isla Fisher's gay. Yeah, and she's like, what? That could be interesting. <laughs> Disney probably wouldn't do that, but I, oh yeah, I forgot it's Disney. Yeah, I mean, one day they might do that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I was writing the script, it would be something like that. Yes, no, no, no. You could put some inter- interesting uh, commentary in with in with a story like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a um, a Disney character coming into the world, real world, and. And fine, yeah. Oh, all the all the social politics is is completely different. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Good for a pitch. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll write that up tomorrow. Yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> and Disney will make it in like fifty years. Yeah. When they f- finally grow a pair. Well, you know, the, <laughs> when we were talking about last week about um, them doing a bit more. Uh, R-rated stuff like with Deadpool and and the yes. Predator. So they're dipping yes. their toe in. They'll pro- they'll probably hand that off to um uh oh they've changed it now. Twentieth century. Twenty is twentieth century studios. Yeah, it's sort of like the Touchstone that doesn't really appear yes. anymore. So yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's, Getting there. That's all I'm saying. Cool. All right. Awesome. There's no real segue. I can't no, really do segue. That's that's fine. I do fine. really, really awkward segues. If yes. You, if you haven't noticed, <laughs> maybe okay. we should start thinking of segues as like, uh, Kendall. Yep. You. <laughs> Q. Speak now. Okay. I'm I'm speaking. Uh, uh, third. When are we watching this? Sorry. I I've already said that. Uh, so what are we doing now? Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to introduce the next trailer. Okay. Okay. Well, go can I, on. Can I, I'm, I'm, I was literally trying to do it. Trailer number three. Trailer number three. <laughs> what <is> is this? <laughs> the sequel to uh, the Boss Baby, the Boss Baby family business. Um, yeah, like <laughs> I, I remember we talked about this one on. You know, the first the first Boss Baby, we reviewed it for Trailer Park, and I remember not being a fan of that then. Um, and I'm not really a fan of this one now, and that's just... Like, it's not... Not to say that this is going to be a bad movie. It's just... 
you know, I mean, well, for one, it's not aimed at me, obviously. Um, it's, but it's aimed for babies. For little babies. <laughs> little baby baby booze. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a kid's film and I don't usually watch a lot of them unless it's a Pixar movie, really. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, uh, I'm sure fans of the Boss Baby franchise will be very, very happy. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of them out there because, you know, they got a sequel. Obviously, the first movie did very well. There was also an animated series that lasted a few seasons. I don't know if that's still going. Yeah, um, I think it's on Netflix. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, the two cool things I wanted to take away from this trailer um, is some casting. Um, so Amy Sedaris is playing the, the, the new boss baby, the little girl. Um, and, you know, that's... Um, Thingo from Mandalorian. I've forgotten her bloody name already. Uh, Pelimoto from Mandalorian does the voice for the, the little girl baby. So. It's all right. Star Wars names are fucking weird and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Which we'll get into later on. We will, yes. <laughs> and then the other piece of cool casting is uh, Jeff Goldblum as the villain of the piece. Um, oh. So that's... Yeah, got a little bit of his dialogue in there. Oh which my was, gosh, the moment I heard his voice. Yes, fully a lost her shit, naturally. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, yeah, and I kind of looked at kind of like the concept of the film, the fact that, you know, they they have a way to make, you know, adults, uh, you know, kids again, babies again for 48 hours um, in order for, you know, the plot to happen. Um, it works fine enough. And I, I kind of like the fact that uh, not only it's not a sequel, like directly to the first one this is set when the you know the original boss baby and older brother have grown up yeah um i think that's kind of cool as a concept the, you know it's not something you really see in in sequels um but then of course you know they've found a way to de-age them anyway so it's almost redundant yeah <laughs> um but it's in but it's interesting it's interesting <laughs> i'm not gonna watch it but it's interesting um <laughs> Yeah, and then the baby ninjas were, looked funny, like, in a good way. So, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of amused people that will check this film out. And I think Fulia might be one of them. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> okay, look, uh, I have to admit, this trailer didn't excite me as much as the first movie did. The first movie was a lot of fun. Um, I did actually enjoy watching it, um, and I watched it at the cinema. And it was good, even though I was surrounded by kids and their parents. <laughs> you should borrow my kids so you don't feel out of place. <laughs> Probably. Um, but I did I did actually enjoy the first Boss Baby. Alec Baldwin just kills it as the baby. Uh, <laughs> it's like, and it's so... Wait, sorry, what? He kills it's... babies? No. no. <laughs> sorry, the, the Skype just cut out and just at the proper, proper time. <laughs> Um, just the, the fact, you know, get hearing this older man's voice in the body of a toddler. Wait, an old man is inside a toddler? (laughs) Michael, shut up. What? (laughs) Well, it's kind of, they, it's almost like they took the, um, the, the Stewie Griffin concept. Yeah. Yeah. And, and turned it into something a little more kid friendly. Yeah, definitely. And, and not less villainous. Yeah, yes. and I I have to admit, Alec Baldwin playing the boss baby is just, it's good. Funny. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, this particular trailer, uh, like I said, didn't really excite me as 
much as the first film. Um, but there were some funny moments uh, in the trailer that I did enjoy, um, like including the fact that there are baby ninjas um, who also use walkers to get around. Yeah. Because they can't walk. That was funny. <laughs> Which is hilarious because if they're ninjas, they should be able to walk. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're able to do flips and everything. Like, why not? Um, but I love the, the the fact that they've just, you know, kept the fact that, you know, they're still babies. They're, some of them still can't walk. So they need a walker. Um, and, you know, it's, it's an interesting concept to find out that, um, what, what was his name? Tim? Um, the older brother to um, Theodore, uh, which is the boss baby. Oh, you know names. Yes. Well, yes, I know names. You have watched this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, To find out that his actual daughter, his young daughter, is another boss baby. (laughs) Runs in the family. Exactly. So it's... Family um, business. Family wow. business. Family business. It's not just the name. Yeah. Um, so it's... Does, it's that mean that, does that mean they're saving people and hunting things too? I hope not. Because <laughs> that would be wrong. Um, <laughs> doesn't, it doesn't, wor- it doesn't work in an animated world, okay? okay. Well, I mean... I mean, well, I, I mean there is an anime that I haven't seen yet. No. And then, you know, there's a certain Scooby-Doo... There is that too. Yeah, yeah. God leader. God leader, um, sorry. I saw an opportunity to mention Supernatural and I couldn't let it go. I love it. You're, you're welcome. Uh, anyway, sorry, go on. Um, I don't get the reference, but okay. Okay. <laughs> um, and I'm yeah, here too. Just, it's, it's interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm not entirely sold, but I'll probably still watch it anyway. Um, being that it is another animated movie that because I love animated films. Yes, you do. And I'll, I'm like I said, probably going to see it. Jeff Goldblum, oh my goodness, as a villain, this is yes. going to be so much fun. Yes, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's the one thing that got me excited the moment I heard his yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the trailer, I was like, oh my goodness, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be good. Um, yeah, that's probably all I have to say, Michael. Um, yeah, not for me, but, you know, the first one wasn't for me, but apparently it was, it was successful to have uh, a television show on Netflix and also having a, 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 a sequel, that, <laughs> which is very fem- formulaic, you know, uh, you got to up the stakes, you got to add characters, and, yeah, um... I mean, I have a feeling that the fact that they've gone straight to them being older uh, as adults with a family means that the series that they probably have on Netflix is showing, maybe showing them grow up. Like, I haven't watched it myself, but maybe the TV series itself has shown the the between the first film and the second maybe. film. Yeah, and and I, I think- just I, and I don't know if I've, if that's true. Yeah, I think I think because of um, an ongoing series, I don't think they're like you know canonical or anything like that. No, they, no. they just push it so further into the future that that um yeah they can do whatever they want. I mean, look at Star Wars; they, they push it all the way to the front and just and just uh, chuck things in the middle when they can, like the Mandalorian and and uh, Rebels and all and all those other television shows. So <clears throat> yes, yeah. So it's. It's good storytelling if you want to keep it interesting. It's just, um, yeah, it's babies that 
uh, ninjas and and bosses and can talk and and can talk Um, look who's talking (laughs) (laughs) but in animation form yeah um would your daughter like this no she hasn't seen it I wouldn't let her watch this tripe (laughs) (laughs) she's watching Animaniacs motherfucker okay (laughs) (laughs) nah um yeah speaking of uh, look who's talking it's uh Definitely, definitely, uh, that just twigged on me. Eric Baldwin doing Eric Eric Baldwin doing the a baby's voice is a bit like Bruce Willis doing. Was it Bruce Willis doing yeah, the baby's so, voice? Yeah, it was Bruce Willis. Yeah, so you know, it's sort of like like gruff and tumble. It's like it's been done before, but you know, <laughs> unless you remember <laughs> those those movies, which I sort of do. No, I still I still watch Look Who's Talking right like. Regular. Not reg- not regularly, but yeah, like once every couple of years. It's, I love it. I think it's it's a it's a wonderful film, very funny and a good romance. I suppose I haven't seen it in about fifteen years. So. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time for me too. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, no. Fred watch. Yes. <laughs> the Look Who's Talking series. Yes, let's do Look Who's Talking now. <laughs> Speaking of which, I don't know why I've actually gone on to this, but did you know there's actually a, a another Home Alone movie coming out soon? Another straight to DVD one. I think I just think it's, it's another six. movie. Uh, I'm not surprised. They've done five of them. Yeah, because I watch. It's probably yeah. I think it's Disney doing something, doing something crafty. Because I, I watched a TV show and apparently one of the stars, uh, well, one of the actors that are in it, were talking about. Well, they went to uh, Canada to film Home Alone. Anyway. Yeah. Cool. Gold leader. So. Gold leader. So yes. uh, apparently we're getting another Home Alone, but not with Macaulay Culkin. No. Maybe, maybe they do it like the Boss Baby. It's it's his family, and he le- left his kid. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. And Wiz is still Wiz in the bed. Yeah. Because he's because he's a geriatric. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he'd be that old by then, sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's he's got a drug problem. I don't know. Oh <laughs> Lord. But. Oh yeah, I forgot Disney. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Moving on. Home Alone is owned <laughs> by Disney. 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 So, Boss do, Baby. Do, 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 do. Kind of funny that I'm talking about a DreamWorks movie. Over, yeah, I know. <laughs> over, over the Disney music. Uh, the Boss Baby family business, The Boss Baby 2, will be released in theatres next year in Australia on the 25th of March. Yeah, you're right, Kendall. I uh, shouldn't be singing um, uh, Disney for DreamWorks. I should be singing, Somebody Once yeah. Told Me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that's, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. Smash yeah. Mouth. Smash Mouth. So, trailer park's done, uh, which means now it's time for a quickie review. Quickie review. So, uh, after we we mentioned it uh, recently on, on, on the show, talking about the trailer for it and everything, um, the reunion for The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air 
happened. Fulia and I have both watched it. Yes. And I'm so glad you did a little sneaky and added it to Quickie Review because I, <laughs> I thought about it and then I was like, I don't know if everyone's going to have watched it and if it's going to be worth a group discussion, but no. I, wa- I literally watched it um, after the last podcast was released. <laughs> Oh, I, yeah. I watched, On Monday. I watched it. When did I watch it? Did I watch Last it Monday? Last Monday I watched it. Yeah, I think I did watch it Monday. Yeah, yeah. I watched it Monday morning. That was like the first I thing. I watched it I got in the up. evening. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when, that's when I was watching Farscape. So ah. I, did, I did Fresh Prince on Monday morning and then Farscape in the afternoon yes. and the evening. Um, yeah. Yeah. How sweet was that was, reunion? That was great. I loved it. It was so good. <laughs> and especially, like, I mean, a little little bittersweet at the same time because you could tell that a lot of them probably hadn't seen each other in so long. Yes. Um, which, you know, I guess in, in Hollywood it's going to happen when you're you're busy working all the time, especially someone like Will Smith who mm. is always working and never stops. Um, so it was, yeah, it was so, so nice to see the joy on all of their faces when they're seeing each other and they're on the set for the first, like, time in, in 20 years. 30. 25. No? What? I think they, I think they said, like, 30 years. It's 25 years. 25? Yeah. 25, 30s, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, well, 30 years since it started. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, thir- okay. th- yeah sorry. That's, it, it's the 30th anniversary since of the show. Since it started. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, thir- yeah, 30th anniversary. Oh, Lord. Long time. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, no, really, really awesome. Um, yeah, I, I guess I'll just kind of ramble about it for a little bit and then pass over to Fulia or we'll just morph into a discussion. Probably. Whatever happens, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, it was, no, it was really good. I loved watching it because, you know, I'm such a big fan of the show and, uh, you know, need to, I need to do a rewatch because I haven't done a rewatch yes. in, in a while and it's on, it's on Stan now as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not on Netflix anymore. It's on Stan here in Australia. Um, so I need to add that to my list of many things I have to watch. Um, but yeah, it was just really good to see them sitting down and chatting, reminiscing uh, about, you know, different different things to do with the show and talking about their casting and, like, auditioning and show, actually seeing some of the audition footage and seeing them react to their past How selves. cool was that? It was really cool. Yeah, oh, really I cool. loved it. Really cool. And I just love how, like especially uh, Alfonso Ribeiro was yeah. like making fun of his outfit. It's like, how the hell did I get hired for this job wearing that? Like, yeah. Who is this kid? How, yeah. It was, yeah, that was very, very funny. Um, but just, yeah, I just, you can tell that they formed this family yeah. while they were making the show and it was only six years, uh, but, you know, six years doing one thing and it's a sitcom. So it's, you know, it's, it's constantly, it's like, it's, they even said at one point, it's every, every day. day they've been recording. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Since they started, they were seeing each other and being around each other and hanging out and all of that. Um, yeah. So you can tell that they just really meant a whole lot to each other and they had some incredible experiences making it. And so seeing those, emotions all come to the to the front was was really wonderful and yeah there was a lot of a lot of tears happy and sad and man that james avery tribute oh my gosh yes so much i cried yeah i cried oh man i knew it was gonna happen too but i was just and that (sighs) that particular scene with James Avery and Will Smith. Oh my God! I and the way that Will Smith explained it. Oh, I know about how that scene was going and like beforehand, before they even got yeah. that shot, and how he was like screwing it up or whatever. Yeah, and then 
J- James was literally telling him to just just say it. Just whatever you're feeling right now, use say it. it like that. Yeah, you, yeah, use yeah. That. Yeah, use your frustration at the fact that you can't nail this scene to yeah. you know, just actually, you know, put it in the scene. Exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the and the the little note that, you know, when they said that as the camera was panning away, um, while they're still in that embrace James turned around and saying, you know, now that's, that's acting. acting. Oh, oh man, I got gosh. chills. Yeah. I got chills. Yeah. God. So good. It's, yeah. And it's nice to see that he was mentored by him throughout the show as well. Yeah. And not just Will, too. All of them. Yes, yes. Like, the way they all spoke about James Avery was just so heartwarming to hear and just inspirational. Yeah, really. Definitely. How he kind of. Like, especially when Tatiana Ali was talking about it, because, you know, she was so young when she started and she went through her teenage years working on the show. Yeah. And how, talking about how, like, he was, you know, he was her teacher, essentially. Exactly. And, and like, a surrogate father, it seems, as well. Just, yeah. It was just, so good. Oh, it was so nice. It was yeah. so wonderful. Um, I think the only, the only interesting thing about it that I, I, oh, I don't know, was kind of divisive for me was um the the reunion of the original Aunt Viv. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea the reason why she left. I had no idea either. I knew I knew it was bad blood between like her and Will at the time. Like I remember as I when I was older I remember hearing about it, reading about it, that the things blew up and then she left. I didn't really know I had no idea and that even happened. Yeah, and apparently they none of them had any idea that she was going through it outside of work. Yeah. Uh, as well as going through it while she was there. And it was just compounding, you know, on itself until it just exploded. And then she just, she got fired. And like, even though she said, I didn't get fired. It sounded like she got fired, but yeah. like, they didn't renew her contract for the fourth season. Um, and, you know, it was... It was really, really great to see the two of them, you know, sitting down together, like, you know, almost no time had passed, but it's the first time they'd seen each other in so, so long. Like, since then, they'd never spoken. Um, And I really appreciate the fact that Will was like, you know, it wouldn't be the same to do a 30th anniversary reunion without having Janet Hubert there. Yeah. uh, Because she obviously originated the role and was a big part of the show definitely as well but yeah. the only the only thing i had <laughs> the only problem i had with it is that i'm sitting there and and janet is like pouring her heart out to will t- talking about what she went through and and like i just watching will smith process everything and i'm just like say sorry you fucker <laughs> like i was just sitting the whole time like I know you're Will Smith, but take a step back for a second and be—I be the good person. I know you. He did apologize and say sorry. In the end, he eventually said sorry, and I was like, "Okay, all right." Because for a second there, I was like getting concerned. Yeah, no, I think I wasn't going to say the word, even though he was saying he was apologizing in different ways. Yeah, yeah, using different words. I think I think "Mm." the way that he just you know just sat there and just took whatever um, Janet was saying was more so just so that. He wanted to let her speak freely and just let her say everything, yeah, yeah. rather than interrupt her. No, no, no. I wasn't. Um, mean, I wasn't meaning. You, like, no, no. Uh, I understand. Yeah. But um, like, nah, in that- fuck Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Shush you. No. Yeah, I'm here too. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I just. I just feel like he. He just wanted to give her the moment. Yeah. To just you know speak her speak her mind. Yeah, of course. Um, because you know. Will even said that back then he wasn't exactly 
um, he he felt like he was this top notch person. Yeah. Now he he's got his own. He's a rapper that's got his own sitcom, mm-hmm. and so for mm-hmm. a, for a young guy during that time to to be you know famous like that. Yeah. In um, that position. Yeah. It it just not only gives them like the feeling of accomplishment and success, mm-hmm. but it's it's also you know showing their personalities. Um, at the same time, and he he seemed he seemed to be the type of um, the type of celebrity that you don't really want to sort of hear about yeah. in the news. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm so glad that he he's turned out to be this yeah. amazing humble man. Of course, of course, that he, he is now. He he grew up pretty quickly. Yeah. And, um, and it's like he said, like now that he's you know. He's older and wiser, and he has three kids, and he's had two two marriages. And he understands and what she went what through she now. went through to a degree. And yeah, yeah, and then yeah, and then it was interesting too because even the way Janet was approaching what she was saying was coming off very combative, a little bit to me, or a little passive aggressive. And so part of me was like, I don't know who side I'm on yeah. in this this argument because the whole thing was just so close to being being this really awkward moment. But at the end of the day, I think they both kind of they both said their piece what they needed to say especially janet and and uh i think it's really important that le- I, that they had their balls to actually do that and film yeah. it and, oh, yeah. it and everything definitely and it was really good to, to see her and, and i really like the fact that they brought her onto the set and she you know reunited with everyone and then met the other janet daphne reed for the first time yeah that was that was a really nice moment yeah. yeah, it was that was a really nice moment. Although I wish they could have kept her on set for the rest of I the know, show. I know, I know, I know. They didn't. They, did, they didn't. But but yeah, she yeah. was she was there. She was a part of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did enjoy also hearing Will's uh, <laughs> story of uh, auditioning for Quincy Jones and yeah, the, the people. <laughs> I knew you'd get a kick out of that. Uh, I knew I got, it. Of course, because he mentioned Thriller, and I'm like, and, hello, and, and MJ. And, yeah, yeah, and mentioned my and mentioned Michael Jackson as well, and I was like, well, you have my attention. Yep. Um, yeah, because I, I I remember growing up like reading the credits and seeing Quincy Jones like mm. name on the the Fresh Prince, and I was like, oh, I love the way that he explained the fact that Quincy was like, all right, everybody, clear the room. We're gonna do an audition. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. After this, uh, at this party. Yeah. I loved, I loved that story. And I, it's so interesting to hear that Will had never done any acting either. No. So it was so, it was so interesting to hear that, like, you know, they Quincy Jones, of all people, was willing to take a chance on this, you know, rapper who was recently breaking out and becoming big and, and all of that. And then, uh, yeah, and he doesn't, he's never acted a day in his life. Like, mm. so how's this going to go? Mm. But I guess he must have seen... That Will was going to be a star. Yeah. So, yeah. I enjoyed that, that yeah. story. That was really, that yeah. was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. Being able to see... Um, oh, what's his name that plays Jeffrey? Uh, oh, Joseph Marcel? Yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. He yes. is. <laughs> yes. He, I didn't realise he was actually British in real he life. He is. He is, and, yeah. Yeah. And so when I heard him speak in the, the special, I was like, oh, you're actually British. That's really cool. <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, no, I I loved, um, I loved the Jeffrey moments in the show. Me too. They're so funny because his his comedic timing is very good, amazing. Yeah, he's very very. <laughs> as funny. soon as he enters the room, he's got the best one liners. They're so good. Yeah, <laughs> and the best facial expressions. Yes. Oh my gosh, and you know, 
uh, Alfonso Ribeiro just, oh. you know, having a lot of fun with the fact that the the whole Carlton dance thing was just was an improv. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was great. That was great. And then because this... the script literally just said a whimsical dance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carlton dances. That's all he. Carlton that's all dances. it says. And then he's just like, "All right, well." And now it's. And now it's an iconic it's, dance. And now it's an iconic <laughs> dance. Yeah. And the fact that Will Smith can't do it. No. Was funny. And he's tried. But he he sort of got it. He sort of yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and I he, love. Sorry, he can't get jiggy with it. Uh, I love I love seeing the the behind the scenes shots as well. Oh, that was so cool! To how see. how amazing was that? The mm-hmm. fact that they have these little moments before they do their their taping um, together, where they come together as a group. Oh, they the, have music. The yeah, and that was cool. Like in in backstage in the green room where they've got their you know the music you know blaring. Um, they come together. They have a dance. It's just their way to sort of. Um, calm their nerves and stuff like that. Yeah, and to just, like warm up the crowd. Exactly. And, mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, apparently their Friday tapings with the audiences, um, they have a lot of fun with it because then they come out with the instruments and they just have a good dance and a sing. Um, obviously, Will Smith sings to them or raps to them. Yeah. Which would have been awesome to be at. Yeah, I know. I was When they were saying it was like the, you know, the hottest ticket in town. Yes, yes. You know, to, to be in the audience for it. I was like, oh my God, that would have been incredible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would have, if I if I was, you know, at the age that I, may, that I would have been to be able to be at a taping <laughs> of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yes. Please, I will go to every single taping. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, me too. Oh, my gosh. Oh, um, Daphne Reed um, mentioned that, you know, when the producers called her for the role to play Aunt Viv, um, as soon as they mentioned the fact that Will Smith was a rapper in this sitcom, she's like, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> initially. Yeah, initially. She initially, like, nah. she said no. Um, but then, obviously, she saw... She saw the the episodes. She saw the show before she yeah yeah. joined and yeah yeah. And then she's like, okay, this is much better than what I thought it was going to be. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I definitely. Yeah. Um, I also enjoyed the way that they decided to sort of end the episode, the to end this special. Um, with, you know, Will and Jazzy Jeff. Jazzy Jeff. Oh my gosh, Jazzy Jeff. Like when he, uh, I I knew I forgot someone. (laughs) When Jeff was like explaining the fact that he came in, um, as this recurring role of the the guy that gets thrown out the door. Apparently they only taped him doing the throwouts like about 20 times apparently. Yeah. And then they they never, they never did it again because they felt bad for him. Which was awesome, which means, and I kind of figured that most of them were repeats of the same shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can tell. Yeah, you can definitely tell. But that's what makes it hilarious. Yeah. It doesn't really matter that it's the same shot. No. It's, it's the timing of the shot that gets put into the episode. Yeah. Like, depending on the scene. And every time he gets thrown out, and it's, it's the best. <laughs> Yeah, and because, you know, how he mentioned, and I remembered this when he said it, like, you know, you know he's going to get thrown out of the room where he's wearing the specific outfit. Yeah. Because it matches the pre-recorded shot. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. Very funny. I love yeah, it. Love those moments. 
Um, and I just, I love the fact that, you know, Jeff and Will still hang out. And yeah. It's it's so awesome. Yeah, it's great. Like, honestly, I, I never even realized that they were like best buds. Yeah. Since then. Yeah. Um, and he still does his own music too. So, yes, he does. Which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, I really, I really appreciate, I uh, appreciate that for what he does. Um, I don't know. What about you? Any other yeah. moments you'd like to touch on? Yeah. Um, I mean, Karen Parsons was, uh, was really, you know, really cool to hear from as well. Um, yes, definitely. You know, talking about her audition experience mm. was, was cool. And just, just, just as nice. And it's always nice and refreshing when those like bitchy kind of snob characters are just the opposite in real life. Yeah. <laughs> she just seems so nice and humble and wonderful. Yeah, and, um, definitely. And yeah, kind of relatable in a way how she's talking about that. This was like her first big gig and, uh, how nervous she was and, and just yeah, just really just wanted to be there and do do a good job. And at the end of the day, because it's work, and yeah, yeah, she, she crushed it. She did. Yeah. She really did. Mm-hmm. Um, she she did. She she made Hillary Banks, who she Hillary <laughs> is that yeah. character is just so funny. Oh my gosh, I love Hillary, the daddy's girl. Yeah, daddy's little girl. Yeah, always asking for money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So good. Spoilt little brat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it worked. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much all we have to yeah. really say. The reunion is freaking awesome, so go check it out uh, um, if you're keen to see it. And uh, and are a fan of Fresh Prince, you will not be disappointed, that's for sure. Yes. And if you haven't seen The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, highly recommend watching yes. that as well. Yes. Um, it's hilarious. And it also has a lot of um, emotional sort of moments as well. Like, and very um, groundbreaking type yeah. of moments. It's, it's, again, it's like all those good sit- sitcoms that know when to bring the drama in. Yep. And know how to do it right without cheapening it for a yes, laugh. Yes, exactly. And that's Fresh Prince. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely check it out. Yep. Hundred percent. All right. <gasps> you ready, Mike? What? Sorry. <laughs> calling I was asleep. You. That's What's okay. We're calling <laughs> you. Calling you in. It's time. Time to come oh. back. Bring, bring. Hello. Hello. For. Hello. 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 Because <laughs> it's it's time for the moment, the segment, the section, the part of the show. Hello. I've definitely been waiting for this whole time. Hello. Popcorn culture. Yep. Oh, blow me. I think we have a cross line here. <laughs> what? <laughs> God, who would that? I don't know what's going on. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yes. So come into my mind. There's lots of room. There's lots of room. <laughs> What's well, going on? Well, uh, it's 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 time for our a weekly look, Star Talker. Look segment, Star Talker. Star Talker. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she was waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> you ruined it, Mike. No, but anyway, no, no, you no. ruined it. No, there's no ruining. Don't possible. put this on me. I'm a, I'm a victim of circumstance. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, yes. Let's get into this. The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, chapter thirteen, the Jedi. Oh my goodness. 
So we've all watched it? Yep. Yes. Whoops. You didn't? Nah, I did. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, I Don't do that. You would have heard a murder on a podcast <laughs> for the first time ever, people. If, <laughs> even though... That, that would be impressive because I'm two and a half hours away. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just get your wife to do it for us. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> she, she is a sleeper cell. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's fine. It's okay. We're all good. We've watched it. It's fine. Yep. Um, now, um, can I just put this out there first as we start this discussion? Yes. I, I think this is probably the best episode of the entire series so far. Yes. Mm, yes. Mm. Trying to think of episodes one, but... I'm uh, sorry, um, season one. But I think the only one, yeah. yeah, I think the only other one that comes close is probably the last episode of season one, um, when you know Moff Gideon's been all badass and IG Eleven saves the day. Mm. Um, yeah, that was a really good episode, um, and even the beginning, the pilot was really good, and see, and episode one of this season was also really good. But no, I yeah. think, I think just after I watched it, the first. Thing okay for me that I took away was just like I think that's the best episode we've seen so far. It definitely is solid. I mean, so solid. Yeah, yeah. You, you're never bored. I mean, no. it's it's racked up back to like what was it, forty five minutes or so, something. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So, and it didn't even feel it. No, so not at all. I'm really enjoying these um, episodes where they're they're not strict on time. They're, they're just um, just cutting them to just to fit the episode of what it is and it's it sort of benefits that sort of storytelling it's like oh we, we have to get it down to like 25 minutes it's like no you don't have to it's like people will, will watch it either way either it's long or short and I think that's such a a good testament of how good this show is yeah yeah, no, I agree because, like, you know, one of the problems with a lot of shows that uh, run the 45 to an hour kind of mark is that sometimes there's a lot of slower moments in terms of the pacing and there's a lot more filler going yeah. on. Whereas this, you know, the, the Mandalorian really gets straight to business in terms of, you know, what the story they're telling. They, they you know, they do it in a lot of time. And while I'm not a fan of half an hour episode of the show, if that's the story they're telling and that's the time that they, they've taken and decided to, you know, use to tell it, then that's fine. As yeah. long as it serves the story. Um, and you're right, I didn't feel the 45 minutes. I literally looked, checked the time when it was done, the credits were rolling, and I was expecting to see, like, 35 minutes, and it was, like, 47 minutes. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't expect it to be that long either. Yeah. I yeah. was like, sweet. We've got a long, long, longer one this week. Mm. But it was, it just moved so smoothly and yeah yeah i don't even know where to start oh i know with with this because it was just perfect sound the of music <laughs> start from start from the very beginning Sounds yeah very good very place good to place to start well i guess the first big thing then in that case we should talk about is the introduction in live action form of ahsoka tano played by rosario dawson um this was a, a rumoured, but albeit pretty much confirmed, appearance uh, this season um, with Rosario playing Ahsoka. Um, and, uh, but it was never officially, officially confirmed by Disney. So to see it happen, and I mean, we all knew it was coming because obviously Bo-Katan 
mentioned her uh, a couple of weeks ago. And then uh, we knew Dave Filoni um, was going to be directing and writing this episode. Yeah. And he co-created Ahsoka uh, with George Lucas for the Clone Wars series. So, yeah, um, yeah everyone, it was, yeah, everyone knew she was coming. Um, and But I don't think any of us expected it to be the very first scene of this episode. No. <laughs> Not they, at all. They, they ripped that Band-Aid off, like, perfectly. It's like, yeah. You've been waiting for her. Here she is. Yeah. 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 And she's kicking ass and taking names oh. and eating bubblegum. Oh, or whatever my the phrase is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's just, just straight away into the action. Like... <sighs> And looking so good, like she looks great. Like the translation from from uh, animation to live action is so impressive. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are saying no, her her um her talons are, are, not, are too short. They're too short, I guess. In term, yeah, if you're gonna because they're supposed to grow with age and something like that. Well, yeah, because last time, like yeah, in terms of the timeline when she was in Rebels, they were yeah, they were a lot longer. Um, So people are kind of having a little bit of a gripe with that. But I'm guessing it must have come down to whatever the effects they were using for it or whatever Rosario or the the stunt woman, like, you know, what worked, like, logistically maybe. I don't know. Well, it's all to do with um, um, specs. Like, um, they they may look like they probably test them in it test them out of um, how long they are and they probably look ridiculous on an actual human being. And when when it's on a cartoon character, yeah, they 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 look cool and fit, and you can actually readjust like yeah. eye eye alignment and all that. You can't do that on a human being. So. No, no. So it's got it's got to look practical, but also that's a lot of makeup to do if you're doing a lot of stunt work as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So much, and part of me wonders how much of her is like just general appearance is CGI, and how much of it's practical. I would. I have a feeling it, she's wearing a headdress, like a headpiece. Yeah. It, to yeah. me, it looks like a headpiece, so it's probably part of the costume. It's. It, I don't think it's CGI. Okay. No. But, I mean, no. if, even if it is, it's very convincing. CGI. It is. It is. But um. But yeah, I imagine. Yeah, you're. I imagine you're right. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's practical effects. Yeah. 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 Um, Way to do it. Way to do yeah. It. Yeah. Hundred percent. Uh. Yeah. This that opening scene was just so good set the tone for the whole episode. Yeah. Um, and really introduced us to to this, you know, little world of Corvus that's kind of barren and being ruled over by this awful woman uh, magistrate. What was her name? Morgan Elspeth, I think her name was. Mm. Um, yeah, who's played by an actual, like, the, the woman who played her is, is a, not only an actress, but a stunt woman herself. Oh, wow. That's uh, pretty good. In real life, so, yeah. Where so, she can actually do the stuff. She can actually stuff, do so. the, yeah, all the action stuff that we see. And a very interesting tidbit that I actually discovered is she is actually the goddaughter of Bruce Lee. Really? Yeah. Ah, there you go. Yeah, well, that's yeah. probably where she got it from. Them, yeah. <laughs> she In the young. family. Yeah. <laughs> that's freaking awesome. Um, yeah, that's really cool. I really liked her just while we were talking about yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah, same. I, I thought she was a really good villain. Good protagonist. Good antagonist, you mean. At a certain point of view. <laughs> 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 right, Obi-Wan. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but no... Um, yeah, so that was just just to see Ahsoka the way, and just you know just 
even just in general, just to see a, um, someone using the Force, because Ahsoka's not technically a Jedi, so no. I don't want to refer to her as a Jedi, even though the Magistrate does, and Ahsoka doesn't correct her, it's fine. Um, but, you know, someone someone of Jedi-like abilities to just in just being in the Mandalorian, kicking ass like this, and someone like Ahsoka, who we've not seen in a live-action sense, and the way that she was using the Force and fighting off all of these, you know, all the mixture of droids and uh, goonies that the magistrate had working for her um, and using the mist and, like, disappearing in and out of it. Oh, it's just, yeah. It was great. Very aesthetic. S- which, yes. Which is also, it, it's sort of a reference to, um, uh, oh, damn, uh, Phantom Menace with uh, Qui-Gon and, and uh, Obi-Wan in the sort of uh, poisonous gas. Yeah. Yeah. When they f- when we first see them fight, yeah, yeah, true. When they're on the the Trade Federation ship in yeah. Episode One, mm-hmm. yes, aggressive negotiations. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, it definitely calls back to that um, for sure. But yeah, it was such a good intro to her character, and yeah, definitely, she was she was great throughout the whole episode. Like every time Ahsoka was on screen, I was just yes, yep, I'm so happy. And what was really great is um, how how they, even if you haven't seen like any of the other um, stuff like Clone Wars or, or or Rebels or anything like that, it's a good. Um, they make it so that you don't need to know uh, her backstory behind behind that. Um, like certain bits and pieces, it does help. But with this one, is a good standalone. It, you could um, be forgiven of thinking, "Oh, she's a really cool character in the, in just one episode of The Mandalorian," mm. and and it's kind of, it, I don't know, it's I don't know if you feel it, if it's annoying or is it or it's pretty cool of having like each episode its own thing and it's has its own characters sort of based in one episode each time. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of I kind of like that bit because it's just um, instead instead of it being a traditional um, narrative of like the Mandalorian and and the kid, which we'll get get into later on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, their their journey is like their journey is evolving, so it's not necessarily as like you have to go get from A B to C. It's more to do of and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, and it's just a grow- it's just a growing story, and I really enjoy, and I'm, I'm starting to really enjoy that we we don't know what's going to happen at the end, and we don't need to know. We're just enjoying, uh, yeah, in, enjoying the Mandalorian in his adventure onto an ongoing story, and and yeah, it's and you can't really predict the end. I mean, you can't really. You didn't really predict the end of the last season, so you can't really predict the end of this season. So yeah, yeah. It's just getting it more and more exciting. And, yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're. I think you're right. Like you, you, you know, for for Star Wars, we really just don't know where this is going. Yeah. yeah. Um, and especially now that they're like every episode just seems to be building more and more, like integrating a lot of the 
um, you know, expanded legacy universe stuff as well as Clone Wars, as well as Rebels, all into this live action format and all these Easter eggs everywhere. And it's like, you know, I, <laughs> I think I saw a meme that was something like, oh yeah, Boba Fett's still out there too, right? <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. wow. <laughs> so much has happened since Boba Fett. We're like, Boba Fett, where? Like, <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Yeah, they're set. They're setting up for stuff, and they're yeah. not going back to it. And probably the reason why I like Doctor Who so much because it's not linear <laughs> at all. Yeah, and they can and and they can just make it up as they go along. And only real, I don't know, silly people that say, "Well, you haven't explained this." Then it's <laughs> like you don't need to. We can just go back to it when we feel like. Yeah, and usually I don't like I don't like that, but I'm okay with it at this point because it's just because what they're doing is a lot of fun and. Mm. They they're doing it so well and yeah it's just it's just enthralling, gripping television and good Star Wars. <laughs> yes, don't you mean Admiral Thrawn? Ah, I freaking just. I mean, I haven't seen Rebels and I don't know much about Thrawn, but when he got mentioned, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe they're doing him. Yeah, <laughs> like. like that just opens it up for so, so much. much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> So much, yeah. Which means so re- many possibilities. So many possibilities. Which means, yeah, they're really going, really, you know, bringing the the whole rebel side of the the, the Star Wars universe into the live action, mm. um, which makes me really want to go and watch Rebels now. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I was exactly the same. I was like, I have to watch Rebels. Now. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> I've seen the first season of Rebels. Yeah, um, I haven't seen the. The rest of it? The rest of it. Yeah. Well, like, that's like me. I've seen the last season of Clone Wars, but I haven't seen the rest of it. <laughs> I haven't even seen the last season of Clone Wars. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> and and the beauty is you don't need to see it. You can, ju- you can just do hearsay and, and still enjoy it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I imagine, like, especially because it's Filoni and Jon Favreau are part of this, you know, making this... They're gonna if they're introducing these characters from existing stuff. They're gonna know that people that are watching live action are pretty much the like the majority of the audience is gonna be fans that have only seen the films, yeah, and yeah. and not the series. So they're you know I'd really love to hear some like I mean you haven't seen Clone Wars. So I have seen Clone Wars oh, except have. for the last season. Okay, all right. Okay, so we're completely reversed. That's yeah. hilarious. But I would really love to know the <laughs> perspective of someone someone's take on Ahsoka who hasn't seen Clone Wars. Or didn't know of her existence really until now, because mm. that would be so interesting to see, like if that made sense. Because I feel like I, the reason why a lot of us Star Wars fans this week are saying this episode is fucking amazing is because of all the references from everything. And I'm just wondering if it's hitting the same way for mm. those casual fans or those movie-only fans. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should look into that. Anyway. Well, I, I, I think it is because I, I think they just sum her up as, as a pre a previous um uh Jedi that um uh, one of the last uh, remaining Jedi's last surviving Jedi's and that was and the interesting thing at the end of um if if uh, the kid chooses the path of being a Jedi or not uh, a Jedi will be called, and uh, there's a, I've got a theory on that, but we'll probably talk about that later. I mean, we can talk about it now because you wrote okay. it up. I'm thinking they're going to bring Luke back. That's what I was gonna say. I'm like, they would, 
they could totally do it and there's two ways they could do it, right? The first is they could get Mark Hamill because we all know Mark Hamill would want to do it. He would totally do it and they'd de-age him, right? Yeah. They, they can do that. They would do that. The other option that a friend of mine and I had was, because uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of the internet's uh, realisation recently over the fact that Sebastian Stan looks so much like Mark Hamill when yeah. Mark Hamill was young. <laughs> so you could get Sebastian Stan, because he's already in the Disney family, um, to play a young Luke in The Mandalorian. Um, and I would be okay with that completely. But yeah. Yeah, no, but Mike, you're right. One of like, one of those... If 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 little baby Yoda decide like, sits on the rock at, uh, uh, on... Was it Ty- Tython? Is the name... Tith- Tython, I think the name of the planet was. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah, and... Like, original, original um, uh, Jedi temple. Yeah. But it wasn't called which, Jedi, uh, Jedi, or, like, before that. Je- so. Jedi, or how it was, you say? Yes, the religion before the religion. Yes, the OG, sense. the OGs of yeah. this whole thing. Um, yeah, which, for half a second, I thought Ahsoka was talking about Arcto from, uh, you know, Last Jedi. That, that planet where where uh, Ray and uh, and Luke were training, but apparently it's not that planet. It's a completely different one. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's more of an ice planet, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. But the only like the um, well, it's not an ice planet. You know the one I'm talking about, right? Or is Tython more of an ice planet? Yeah, Tython's more of an ice planet. Okay. I'm, not say- I'm not saying Greenland. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Gotcha, or, gotcha. Or Netherlands, or wherever they've... I feel like they're in yeah. Or somewhere. Um, location, location, location. Location, location, location. And I think the other the other theory was that um, there's a, another um, Jedi out there that's attached to Thrawn. Um, his name is Ezra, and he was in Rebels. Yes. And a lot of yeah. people are saying that he might be brought in to the Mandalorian and he could potentially yeah, yeah and he could potentially be one of uh, these uh, one of the Jedi that may answer Baby Yoda's call so who knows that's if he does that's if he does because that's if he does exactly who knows he's pretty... I also have another theory that he might turn into a Mandalorian yeah well that also could very well happen yeah because who knows he could he could get up there and then, you know, not choose, not reach not out with the force, you know, not choose the way and choose and decide that this is the way and, <laughs> you know. So, so it'll be like the for, uh, the a force sensitive uh, Mandalorian. Yeah. Which is a first. Definitely mm. a first. Miniature um, Mandalorian. <laughs> well, speaking of. Baby Yoda, the way that Baby Yoda is introduced to Ahsoka, oh, how amazing was that? That scene? was when when um when Jin ends up coming across her, supposedly going to kill her, but then he oh. knew that as soon as they said that, they're like, all right, just give me her location, get there, and be like, I'm not here to kill you. Yeah, we all knew that. Was I needed happen. to. I just want to talk yeah. to you <laughs> because because he said it uh, specifically. It's like, yeah, I'll find her, not kill her. So, yeah. So he's sort of he's sort of like breaking away from traditional, like the traditional um, Mandalorian things, because he's all it was all, 
he was all um, uh, this is the way sort of thing, but he's sort of he's sort of going all fluidy. Well, here's the thing: like um, when Bo-Katan mentioned Ahsoka to to Din, um, the fact that also the you know she's a Jedi, I suppose in quotation marks, um, meant that the moment that the the guards mentioned Jedi, the go kill the Jedi. He's like, oh, that must be yeah, of course. that must be Ahsoka. Yeah, that's a good thing. She's here. I'll track her yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> like, how, how many Jedi's do you know? Yeah. I mean, especially after Order Six Two Six. Yeah, literally. So I think yeah, that's the whole. I mean, the whole point was he he was going to the town to find information on where to find Ahsoka, and so here's the information. Yeah. He's not gonna obviously. He's he's just gonna you know trick the magistrate into thinking that he's gonna you know do them a favor and. Uh, yeah, and then they run into each other, and I love that that quick little fight that they had mm. was was really well choreographed and and staged. I liked like just you know the flame thrower, flame the flamethrower if I can say the word flame flamethrower <laughs> and all the the flips and yeah. uh, and like the the wire wrapping around her and her jumping and just there yeah. it was just really cool. <laughs> oh, and the lightsaber hitting the uh, hitting oh, the, and hitting the for Beskar. the first time. That was cool. <laughs> I didn't know Beskar was that strong. Yeah, that it could withstand a lightsaber. Like that's, that's why they fought, really. Yeah. Yeah. True. And they sort of had had a chance because of that armor. So yeah, I didn't know that. I yeah, I really didn't know that much about the the history between the Ma- uh, Mandalorians and the Jedi and how they were kind of at odds, I suppose, mm. long ago. Um, Keeper of the peace, my ass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I need. To, I really need to watch Clone Wars and Rebels. I really do. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, that was really cool and just. I mean. Everything with Ahsoka and can we now say <laughs> no the name of the baby because they no. they gave us the name of the child no. and Michael doesn't no. seem to like it. <laughs> no, I'm I'm acting like like corners of the internet going no, it's yes. always going to be baby Yoda. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like Mandalorian's going to be Mando forever. I He's even, not going to be Jin. Yeah, I even He's read a Mando. I read a freaking review that even mentioned that they're like. We're not calling him by his name, even though we know his name. And I'm like, okay, okay all right. Why the hell not? Uh, I don't know. It's fine. I don't like change. Yeah, basically. basically. <laughs> so Ahsoka has a moment to, I suppose, connect with the child. Yes. And then Mando starts saying that he's stubborn. And Ahsoka's like, he's got a name. Yeah. It's Grogu. <laughs> Grogu! Grogu! No, no, that's not his real name. His uh, real name's Kakarot. <laughs> well played. I've been saving that all day. <laughs> that was awesome. Nice. Yeah. Um, yes, and you know, for half a second when she said it, I was like, wait... Is that his name or is that the name of the species? Because for, for some reason, that's, my brain was just like exploding because of the information. But uh, yeah, Grogu. I love the name. Do, uh, do we all love the name? We all in agreement? I like Yeah, it's all right. The reveal was well handled. Because, mm. you know, the I think the big you know question was like, how are we going to find out the child's name if the child cannot speak 
you know. Uh, so I really like the fact that they've revealed it in this this cool, almost nonchalant sort of way. <laughs> you know, I was I was actually expecting a like a a um a, what do you call it a dialogue dump or information dump uh, with Ahsoka uh, talking about yes he uh, he is a he is a Jedi I know Yoda and Yoda gets a mention and oh my god I. Almost had a tear in my eye when I heard the Yoda the Yoda music. theme. Yeah, me too. I was <laughs> the, the sort of like, little, like the bar in it. It's like, ah, don't do that. <laughs> like, because I'm very audible. Oh yeah, no, I was the same. <sighs> I was the anyway. same. Yeah, but but I did not expect we we were getting a name. No, no, didn't expect to hear the name at all. No. Like, there was so much from this week's episode, and yeah, and just the fact that they managed to fit in the reveal of, of Grogu. Yeah. And the way his little head snapped around when, when Whenever did, did when, says when it. Did yeah. It. Oh, it's so adorable. And he made a new, and he made a new sound, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a new little... Yeah. 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 It's so cute. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. But yeah, uh, just on, on that mention of the music hats off again to Ludwig Göransson for the Mm. score on this the way he was interweaving Yoda's theme and you know some of the imperial music as well throughout this episode was just fucking oh man he just yeah he's killing it he's killing killing it it. like I I know this you know give give him an Emmy next year clearly but like just give him an Oscar because I don't care it's not a movie (laughs) but he's fucking amazing Emmy, yeah, he's so good. Right in the speaking feels. Of, speaking of killing it, uh, in uh, Grogu's backstory, mm-hmm. he was on. Um, he was being trained in the. Yeah, how uh, huge when, was that reveal? It's like, oh, okay, so we 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 got to work out how he survived that. Mm. Which um, um, Jedi actually saved him. Basically. Yeah, who saved him? Who took him? Who took him from the temple before Anakin came in and killed all the younglings? Like, Master Skywalker, what like, are we going to do? Oh yeah, God, God, the feels. But yeah, the fact that like, <laughs> the fact that Ahsoka mentioned that he was there at the temple when Order sixty six was going down, I was just like, fuck. Yeah. That poor child. Like, no wonder it's, you know... I mean, part of me was thinking maybe it's blocked out its memory on purpose because, you know, how she's like, everything went dark and he can't remember. I was like, maybe he's not on purpose. But then I think maybe... I think certain Jedi have the ability to manipulate memory, maybe, mm. with the Force. Mm. So I don't know if someone someone took that pain away from him, maybe. I don't know. There was a, yeah, there's a number of suggestions, either, uh, either Palpatine or mm. Yoda or... Um, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan Kenobi. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, there's also a theory of that that Grogu might even be Yoda's son now. Um, yeah. Which yeah, which I've, I've, I, I don't I, mean, I don't know. Me, neither here nor there about it. But like the interesting thing about about that is the fact that Ahsoka specifically said, "I've only ever met one other of its kind." Yes. Referring to Yoda. But we know for a fact that we've seen another one of his kind already, uh, Yaddle, in the prequels. Like, she was on the the Jedi Council um, in 
uh, at the end of Phantom Menace, I think, or maybe during Attack of the Clones. I can't remember off the top of no, my head. No, I think it was Phantom Menace. End of Fan- because, yeah, Phantom Menace. Because okay. originally that uh, that was a puppet that were, that they were going to use as um, uh, Yoda. Uh, because you know it was uh, the prequels, and everyone has to look at, look younger. And yeah, it's got it's got um, and the puppet had um, um, luscious luscious brown hair. Yes. And then they and then they realized, wait a minute, Yoda's like nine hundred. He would have been in his eight hundreds back then. So so it doesn't really make sense of him having luscious luscious. Uh, wavy young hair. It's yeah, like, ah, we'll just chuck him in the back, uh, chuck it in the background, and we'll explain about it later. Like, like Jeans Man. <laughs> yeah, which is now come and gone. R.I.P. Jeans Man. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it, it, it's a lasting impact. It's going to be, it's going to be like McClunky, and it's going to be yeah. like who shot first. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about McClunky. <laughs> Shit. You know, um, it, it's going to be it's going to be that um, little snippet of trivia that a- every Star Warian will know. Yeah, so, for sure. But yeah, some <laughs> some people are just yeah talking about whether or not um, Grogu is the son of Yoda and Yaddle mm. now. Yeah, but I'm neither here nor there for that theory. It's fine. In a way, it, do- it doesn't it doesn't really matter. No, really. it's just backstory to put on backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's there. So yeah, and he's been trained for at least fifty years. So yeah, well, at least at least no, he he 20... was born. He would have been the same age. He's the as same age Anakin. as Anakin. Yeah, yeah, he's the same age as Anakin. So um, yeah, and then so when the fall happened, he would have been in his uh, early to mid twenties, I guess. So oh so, shit. So there's been twenty. 20 plus years now of, of baby Yoda suppressing his force abilities, which is why we've seen him struggle with yeah. using his powers because he's, you know, not avoided using it. So he doesn't be, you know, he's not discovered by the wrong people, um, which, you know, recently oh, hasn't well. worked so well. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, I just, I just had a real thought. Yeah. Is Grogu meant, was Grogu meant to be, the chosen one. <laughs> um, Are they doing a Harry and Neville thing? <laughs> Are they doing that? Would be funny. Um, well, I mean, I mean, there's been on like I've seen online speculation again about uh, Grogu being at least very similar to Anakin. I mean, not only with the fact that Ahsoka was like. I'm not going to train him because your connection is too strong and the emotions, you know, we, and I've seen how that goes and what that does to good Jedi Knights and I, and I was getting all the feels. She's talking about Anakin yeah. becoming Vader and I'm like, oh. Yeah. That broke my heart. Yeah. Um, so then there's people wondering whether or not Grogu may, maybe have, because obviously he does have a lot of emotion towards Din, you know, and that father-son kind of bond that they have, like... And we all saw how Anakin reacted to, you know, his mother being killed by the Tusken Raiders in episode two. Like, could could Grogu even have the potential to go down a dark or a, even a grey path, you know, in terms of the Force? But I mean, I don't think well, they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna do a he's the chosen one story. But you know, they could 
I mean, yeah, so either he'll be, maybe he'll be a grey Jedi, or, or maybe, like, you know, he won't, he'll be a Mandalorian. Yeah. Who knows? Well, you know, he, in the second episode, in the second episode, he did, um, attempt genocide. So, <laughs> yeah. that's a thing. Yes, that is, that is. <laughs> Those poor little eggs. Mm. Unfertilized eggs. Not living creatures, anyway. He knew. He knew. He actually knew. So if he could actually, like, uh, talk to Ahsoka, he knew what he was doing. He was hungry. He knew it was... Oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I know. Yeah. So going back on to when Ahsoka was talk- talking about, you know, Anakin, um, there, there was actually um, a guy that I, uh, I watch on YouTube uh, called Jeremy Johns. Who 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 does a lot of um, movie reviews, and he and he's a Star Wars geek, so he's been doing Mandalorian because there's nothing new <laughs> coming out. So, um, and he was speculating uh, if the Jedi uh, who is going to train um, Grogu is Luke. It would be very interesting if uh, Luke actually met Ahsoka, because because. Um, because he he also references that uh, Luke said in uh, Return of the Jedi he never knew his mother, and it, and Ahsoka has actually met um, pa- uh, Padme yeah. and and um, Anakin's dad, and he didn't know he, his dad e- either. So it would be a very interesting conversation to have, and and it would benefit Luke to actually have a little more of an understanding of his parents as well, but. Also, it would be very nice if um, Ahsoka learns the last act of Anakin was to save his son and basically save the universe. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be... Put a nice little bow on it. Yeah, no, (laughs) I agree. That's a good point. It would be really nice and it would... Like be so good to see it would mean so much to Ahsoka to yeah. to see that knowing how much she cares for for Anakin and how heartbroken she was, um yeah when he when he turned so yeah no that's really that's really good I really hope they bring Luke into this whole thing like and that's another reason why I'm like I need I feel like I need to watch Rebels because I'm like well how do Ahsoka and Luke not know of each other's existence did they I don't even know if they cover cover that in Rebels at all. I don't know. I don't think so. I, I think because uh, Ahsoka is um, a rebel. <laughs> yeah. And she's she's gone off the uh, gone off the path of Jedi. So yeah. Because Luke's training up to training new Jedi's. He's uh, forming his own academy or whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jedi Order, and he fucked up. Yeah. Quite unquote. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So, oh, who was it? Um, someone said that, I can't remember, but I think someone said it, an interesting take was if uh, Grogu uh, turned out to be uh, an order of Wren. <laughs> for, some, no. for some reason. I don't no. Wow. <laughs> Shove that up your your butt. <laughs> no, thank, no you. thank you. No. 
My butt is my temple. <laughs> <laughs> my butt is sacred. Your temple of Ren. <laughs> my temple of Ren is my butthole. Oh, God. It's a little bit. It's a little bit on the darks. A little bit. Oh God. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway. Yes. Um, I love how the the thing that we're mostly talking about is of Gro- Grogu and Ahsoka and the scene that they have together. When there's a whole overarching actual story for that episode where this town is being, um, you know, just menaced by this leader. Yeah, yeah. Well, we haven't even gotten to it yet just because there's so <laughs> much to unpack about it's Ahsoka and, and Grogu. <laughs> Like, it's huge. Yeah. yeah. It's all very huge. But yeah, I was literally just about to, to bring that up. Because, yeah, they're small potatoes. Because, <laughs> yeah, they're small potatoes. because I mean, the <laughs> I loved the whole, like, final, I guess, confrontation with, uh, you know, Din and Ahsoka taking on the town and the magistrate was freaking awesome. Yeah. From start to finish. Uh, especially the fact that uh, you know, Ahsoka just the way she just launches her attack on the guards at the top um, that are ringing this big old bell, and then she's just coming up and she's just force this and lightsaber that and slicing stuff in half, and it's just oh my god, I'm so happy! Like I was just, ugh, yeah, it was so cool. And really great because it's the first time we get to see like uh, a Jedi a Jedi fight in. On on telly, yeah, literally, te- yeah, in a television show, yeah. So, mm-hmm. and ah, oh, I I just love the sort of uh, how they're doing like a sort of mixture of gunslinger and samurai, yeah, at the same time, yeah. but east, east, west, so, yeah, sort of cinema, mm-hmm. and ah, oh, it's great. Mm-hmm. And I know I know it's like a bit of a tropey, like the downtrodden. Uh, uh, townsfolk versus the the hierarchy that that has all the resources behind closed doors like everything's green everything's luscious but when you step outside it's all dusty and disgusting yeah. and horrible yeah and it's like it yeah, shows seen... it's like a showing of classes yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 it's like you've seen it all before but you just you just you just enjoy it at the same time well because mm. it's it's so very ingrained in star wars mythos really you know, because mm. that's how we were introduced to it with the, the fact that the Empire were the bad guys and they had it made. They had everything like yeah. shiny and, and slick and chrome and all of this. And then, you know, you go to fucking Tatooine and it's just desolate and barren. Like, you know, and, you know, I mean, we hadn't, hadn't obviously gone to any other worlds at that point yet, but, you know, just the juxtaposition well, yeah. of that. You know, Tatooine's uh, on the outskirts. Who gives a shit about? It? <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a shit about rural areas? <laughs> it all happens in the city, doesn't yeah. it? Doesn't it, Melbourne people? Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. And so does COVID, but not anymore. Um. <laughs> We've completely eradicated. We eat all the donuts. Yes, all of the donuts, all the time. It's <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah, but no, I, I, I mean. When you, you mentioned about the East meets West thing, like the fact that this episode is really just kind of paying homage and throwing back to, you know, what inspired George Lucas to create Star Wars. Like Kurosawa's mm. movies were, was one of his biggest ins, uh, inspirations for Star Wars and to see it, you know, 
kind of really on display in this episode and uh, apparently the design of the the city um, was was drawn from um, some of Ralph McQuarrie's original concept art for Tatooine uh, for A New Hope so they've so you know how they they took the spiders from his concept art now they've brought more (laughs) of that into it so they're just really deep diving into what all these references that they can find to kind of really enrich the Star Wars galaxy. Mm. It's really cool. I'm a, yeah, I'm a greenie at heart. I always recycle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what's really great uh, with the last uh, fight, basically, uh, uh, it sort of harkens back to um, Obi-Wan and, and Vader's yeah. uh, fight on... Uh, uh, the Death Star. Yeah, the Death Star, where it was, it was low and en- it's like low energy, and it's like it's Kendo fighting basically, mm. and they sort of harken back to that. It's like the, um, because, because of course after that, uh, that the, it's sort of a, a confusing like sort of, I, I don't know what you call it like um, retroactively uh, different to their normal fights of it's being uh, like heightened like definitely on Mustafar is basically the ultimate fight between 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 those two yeah but then but then in a new hope it's it's like but if you think you could sort of have a headcanon and think about it as like well these two haven't seen each other in ages we have no idea their power their, their power level yeah being, I, Maybe it's over nine thousand. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> it's over nine thousand. <laughs> wow, two so, DBZ references. Yep. There you go. Love it. That, that's what I'm here for. Uh, doing references in references. It's like Inception. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to my original thought, um, these two don't know their their power power level. So, so they don't know because Vader doesn't look the same as as he did as Anakin. So he, so Obi Wan doesn't know know how powerful he is, and 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 Vader doesn't know if 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 Obi Wan is as powerful as he was before. So they're sort of like, it's like you do the first move, no, you do the first move, and it's it's really great if they harken back to that. It's like the these two. These two characters haven't seen each other in ages. They don't know their own strengths until one of them out outdoes the other one, which re- which is great. I don't I don't know. I'm rambling. I just no I just no. Like I just like aesthetic. Yeah no no That's no. Something. It's you can definitely pull a par- parallel between that that battle and uh, and this one. Um, I really actually really liked like part. I mean part of me was really expecting to see them go full. You know, like into it, into it, like you know, Yoda versus Dooku in Attack of the Clones style, like just yeah, you know, hardcore. Um, but I'm kind of glad they didn't yeah. do that, and because I, because you know, the fact that it's a Beskar spear, I was wondering the whole time, like, well, how's this going to play out? Um, and yeah, and I, and one recap video I watched talked about how, like, well, Ahsoka could have easily just taking care of a pretty, you know, because it's Ahsoka. Um, but she needed information out of this, you know, woman. Yeah, so yeah. that's part of the reason why the fight was drawn out the way it was drawn out. But, um, mm. 
But then part of me also thinks that I feel like maybe the magistrate, you know, she had a Beskar spear for a reason and, you know, you can, there, yeah. there's some resistance going on, but it was, it was a really yeah. cool fight. Yeah. 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 It's, it's master versus master. Yeah. So they're not going to, they're not going to go full hog at each other. Otherwise, otherwise one slip and then you're fucking done. Yeah. And yeah, it's just sort of like that samurai sort of movie movie trope as well. That that uh, if you've seen some some Eastern um, cinema as well, there's like uh, like um, sort of that back back at your head sort of information that you have is like, well, they're they're the most powerful people in the world, but they're up against each other, so it may look boring to you. Even though they're actually <laughs> they're sizing up, they're sizing up each other, um, like at every move. Yeah. E- even even if yeah, that that's what I was trying to remember. Um, when they meet each other, they sort of nod each other, uh, nod at each other. Mm-hmm. Like like there's a mutual understanding and like a sort of a respect there, as well between these two characters, and and that's probably got me into the. Um, Thinking of the thinking of the um, aspect of, of like two two masters going at going at each other and yeah I, I can't explain myself I, no I no just... I get what, I get what you're saying yeah they they, yeah. they both carry a certain amount of honor uh, mm. with them and so neither of them are going to fight dirty even though one's one's good and one's bad like they still have this honor about them to kind of bring that into a fight and be respectful and not play dirty kind of thing. Yeah, and and when you when you said uh, Soka needs the um, information, uh, the oh, blanking at her name, um, the 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 other person that she was fighting, the ma- magistrate, magistrate. Ma- ma- magistrate. Yeah, first time saying that. <laughs> Surprisingly, it's okay. I've never been. I've never been to court. Um, good. <laughs> good. 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 <laughs> it's on my track record. Um, she knows that she needs the um, uh, she uh, the magistrate know, uh, knows that Ahsoka needs the information from her. Yeah. So so what she's thinking is, you're gonna have to kill me because I'm not gonna say. Anything. Yeah, yeah. And that that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she just out outdoes this, outdoes each other. Yeah. Which is um, good. Mm. Good for good sort of thing. And then and then the, the and then the bow at the end of, of introducing another character who's infamous in in canon as well. Yeah, yeah. I was fully and expecting then, her to say uh say <coughs> Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon, yeah. yeah. And then the fact that she said Thrawn, I was like oh, yeah, still processing it. Um, which which is also interesting in itself where the Empire's gone. Then there's actually f- uh, factions in the remaining of the empire. So does that mean if we are getting uh, thrown, 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 would he be against Mothginian? And that will be interesting. Like there's oh. Yeah, factions between factions, like a like civil go- civil war almost. Yeah, who's of. going to be top dog in in the empire? And obviously, it's the first order. But yeah, who makes up the first order? Yeah, yeah, that's the interesting bit. That's yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Yep. Sort of, it's going to be a mixture of like a lot, yeah. lot of other ragtag like <laughs> like em- like the emperor's gone. The emperor mm. has no clothes, and we just found out. Yeah. What What did the people beneath him find out? <laughs> um, <laughs> another thing I wanted to mention, um, again, the the east versus west thing, the fact that. Ahsoka and the Magistrate are fighting and then it keeps cutting back and forth between them and Din and <laughs> that mercenary played by yeah. freaking Michael Bin. like oh my god was so happy to see him didn't recognise him and then I saw his name in the credits and I was like my god like <laughs> um, he's, he's he's been up against some shit yeah <laughs> aliens and predators aliens no. and terminators and terminators and now, Sorry, I was, now I was he's thinking, in. Yeah, it's all right. Now he's in Star Wars, so it's yeah, just it's all coming. It's just every big franchise now. It's, it's fantastic. But that was that was cool. But like the fact that you know you have this very uh, Kurosawa e inspired battle going on between Ahsoka and the Magistrate, and then you cut out, and then it's that lonely, desolate street, and it's it's Din and Michael Biehn's character, and they're facing off very westerny. Like it's yeah. and all the villagers have sort of escaped into their homes. Yeah, because they know some shit is going to go down. Yeah, they, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was so cool, and I like that the banter between because for half a second I thought that that the mercenary was gonna you know maybe change sides. Uh, he was kind of leaning that way, but I guess nah. no, no one was surprised. He, he, he had that smile, which yeah, is a, smile. a little bit. You can't trust him. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, I knew he was gonna do some shit. He's <laughs> like, I'm putting down my gun. You see, yeah, I'm yeah, putting it down. He's like, oh yeah, <laughs> quick hands. Yes, very quick hands. Oh, Fulia, my dear. Yes. Is there any anything else from the episode you you really enjoyed? You want to talk about? Or just reiterate. <laughs> I just love I just love the little connection that Grogu and Ahsoka had. Yeah, it was really sweet, and if, and the, and the fact that he didn't he you didn't he need him to speak. No, and just just to see the close up sort of facial expressions on Ahsoka. Yeah, uh, yeah, of her smiles and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. just it was really sweet, um, and then to have her explain what he was thinking was just just topped it off and I'm just like yay yeah. we actually know what he's actually saying or thinking now. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we have a way to connect with him he is fully aware <laughs> yeah. of of what's happening yeah so. it was cool and I, I just and I, I do I do appreciate the fact that when Ahsoka did say that the um the attachment the bond that Grogu has to Din now mm-hmm. is a little worrisome for her if she was to train him yeah um mm. so in that but he but she was still nice enough to mention that um you can take you can take Grogu to oh, what was it where was it or to a particular person um no, so well, yeah if, so they, if they were insistent if Din was insistent of on him getting trained being trained yeah, yeah. Because, like, you know, I, I'm really glad, just on that, I'm really glad that she reneged on the deal, so to speak. Mm. Because after she said she was like, I'm not training him and how adamant she was, and Dim was like, well, I'll help you take care of the, the village uh, if, you know, if you will train him. Mm. And then I'm, I'm thinking, she's going to go back on that. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way. She knows. She knows what's best. 
um, and in this case. And yeah, and then when she did, I was like so not surprised, and I was I'm like, good, that makes sense for her character to mm. to stick with that decision. And then, but it was kind of funny that at the same time she's like, well, now you've got to go to this planet and do this thing. Yes. So the journey <laughs> continues for Dean and Grogu. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and just another cool thing about it's just Ahsoka being Ahsoka is the fact that she's basically quoting Obi Wan and Yoda mm. during a few moments of dialogue. You know. I sense yeah. much fear in you talking to Grogu and then, you know, basically describing to Din about like what the force is, you know, just using, using Obi-Wan's words that, you know, he used all the way back in a new hope when he's talking to <laughs> Luke about it. Like, yeah, just, yeah. ah, <laughs> it's just binding everything together, isn't it? It's yes. Just, yeah. All of the Star Wars myths. All of, all of them. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Anything else you want to say other than that this episode is just fantastic from start to finish? That's about it. I think we've covered it all. It's an awesome episode. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, I quoted Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, you did. (laughs) Twice. (laughs) It was great. I'm here for that. (laughs) Yeah, that was the first thing I thought. It was like, Goku? No, Grogu. It's like, okay. I'm going to... Have to try and get used to that. <laughs> so, so for about an hour, I was I was saying Grogu, 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 Crocacroc, Grogu, Kakarot, and just morphed into Kakarot. <laughs> nice, Kakarot. Yeah. No, I love I love his name so much. Mm. I'm really happy with it. Yeah, I think it's I so, think it's great. So no longer Baby Yoda. No more Baby Yoda. I mean, some of us will still call him that, but you know. Rest in peace. I'm gonna (laughs) don't say that. I'm gonna try and call it Grogu. Just well, Din's literally gonna be you know describing him as the kid. I loved how he calls him the kid. You know, like during that during the scene where you know um, Ahsoka was trying to get him to you know use the Force to send the rock back. And then he ended up using the little bauble from the... Yeah, the little gear shift the, knob. The gear shift knob from, <laughs> from the ship. And he, uh, he's like, great job, kid. You did it. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God. Great <laughs> shot, kid. That was a one in a million. Yeah. Now <laughs> <laughs> let's blow this thing and go home. Uh, um, speaking of which, there is wait, a what? life-size um, baby Yoda figurine, I suppose, Um or model, I'll say, um, where they've got him, like, look looks really amazing and realistic to the actual film. And he comes with the little gear shift yeah, knob, and that's... it's so cute. Oh, my God. <laughs> Christmas is coming. Um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's cool. That's really cool. Love it. Love it. Love Grogu. 100%. Yep. This episode is amazing. Three more episodes left in season two of The Mandalorian. Only three more weeks. And it sounds like they're going to be action-packed. Oh, yes. there are so many things. Because you know what I was actually expecting to happen before we wrap up? Freaking the moments at the end of the episode, when Ahsoka was saying goodbye to Din and all of that, I was like, freaking... Moff Gideon's going to show up any second because remember he they had that tracking beacon put on the race yeah, at the yeah. end of last week and I so that's going to come into play next week uh, I'd I would say I'd guess I yeah I assume that's going to happen too but uh but yeah I was expecting it to happen then and I was like thank I'm glad it didn't I'm glad it we didn't. are going to get a hell of a cliffhanger on the last episode <sighs> yep 
and it's gonna kill us. Luke because Skywalker. Because we'll have to be waiting another year. <laughs> Give me Luke Skywalker. <laughs> and then I want a Luke Skywalker and Boba Fett scene just because. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Why not? But then again, I'm worrying that if they introduce Luke, that the show is going to become more about him and less about yeah. less about Din. Like, I don't want the show to lose its way. <laughs> that is that has been my fear at the. <coughs> excuse me. This has been my fear at the start of. Um, I want this to be like a standalone, has its own characters mm. sort of things, and only vague references to yeah. to the um, movies and that. Uh, that's why I was a bit iffy of having uh, Bubba Fett. It's like, yeah, it's kind of cool, but it's it's also cool that they're sort of leaving it there, it, as as it's it sort of doesn't re- it hasn't really um, panned out. Who knows at the end? We don't know uh, if Bubba Fett's going to come back. But but ha- having Luke there, it's it's nice story wise because it sort of makes sense. But uh, I don't know, just just leave it as its own own thing. <laughs> but. The way it's turning out, I I wouldn't be, I wouldn't I wouldn't be cancelling Mandalorian if Luke does turn up. No, no. hell no. no, hell no, no. It's like no, no. It's its own thing. <laughs> I don't I don't like change. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but it doesn't. It doesn't really make sense because because uh, those characters aren't in the, the the movies. So who knows what might happen? We might mm. have a, a Rogue One situation, but mm. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens over the next three weeks. Yes, and then the long wait for season three will begin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hope you guys enjoyed our little discussion mm-hmm. slash review of Chapter Thirteen: The Jedi. Um, freaking amazing masterpiece 10 out of 10 perfect Mwah. episode Ooh, that's a thing the title who's it referring to or is it I think it's referring to just the Jedi in general I I don't think the it's concept it's, yeah. yeah it's not referring to Ahsoka obviously because as we've said during the episode she's not really a Jedi technically because she never completed her training and she walked away um, but uh, and you know we we learned that Grogu was a you know a Padawan learner um, and learning the ways of the Force many moons ago. Um, and then the fact that uh, Ahsoka is alluding to other Jedi just even existing out in the galaxy that m- may respond to Grogu's call if he does make the choice when he gets to Tython. Mm. Um, so I think that's yeah that's basically what it is. It's just the whole vibe of the thing. It's Mar- yeah. it's Marbo, it's it's the Jedi, it's the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> it's the constitution. It's the constitution. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think we just I think we just alienated our American audience. Sorry, yeah. There. Well we told we, we were telling them in a roundabout way to watch the castle because it's one of the greatest Aussie films ever made. They did watch it. They didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> they need to try again. Um, what, what you t- why are you making fun of yourself? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, do you agree, Mike? Is that what you think? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, because Ahsoka's not officially a Jedi mm-hmm. and Grogu's not a Jedi yet, maybe. Mm. Yeah, I think it's just a vibe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. The Je- yeah, it's basically um, 
the Mandal if you're just watching the Mandalorian just by itself it's just an introduction for people who haven't seen Star Wars somehow the, the, uh, an introduction to what what Jedi are or Jedi is or yeah. how Jedi will be mm-hmm and probably just introducing them into the Mandalorian True. show in, yeah. in general. Yeah. Because yeah. they are going to be... I, I, I don't know the the percentage of people who, who who would follow that. It's like, yeah, I'm just... what I, I just bought myself a subscription to Disney+. Plus. What's this Star Wars thing? Yeah. Uh, I'll watch this TV <laughs> show just to get the gist of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, strap in, because... It's a, it's a bit of a ride. Yep. And we love it. Mm-hmm. We love it. Yes. All right. Yes. And we hope you guys love it too. Thank you for listening to our chat about the latest episode of The Mandalorian. Look forward to next week. Yep. So much. It's going to be great. But until then, it's time to check in with Fred. And what's up with Fred? Mm-hmm. Um, again, for me, it's it's pretty much just this show except for... The fact that we put out a new episode of the monthly, monthly this yay! Week. And buckle up, folks. It's oh. going to be an emotional one. Oh, my God. Yep. May I just say, one of the best episodes we've ever done. Yeah. Of the entire monthly series. And we've been doing it for four, three years. It, it's so good. I mean, if you're only really going to fully appreciate it if you're a Supernatural fan. Yep. But... Uh, it meant a lot to me. Yes. Same. And I've been thinking about it since we recorded. Yeah, like same. It was amazing. Yeah, I loved I loved doing that episode. Yeah. Um, as, you know, uh, as uh, vulnerable as I was yeah, and in I'm that just, episode. Again, um, proud, proud of you <laughs> for, for saying all of that. I still can't. Yeah. Yeah, believe it. Just, just thinking about oof. it gets me emotional. I know, I know. That's what I mean when I say I'm still thinking about yeah. the recording because it just, yeah, it just really affected me quite, yeah, quite a lot. Definitely. It affected both of us. Um, but um, we are big Supernatural fans. Yes. And we hope that you enjoy that episode. Yes, please go check it out. Yes. Share it around. Fair warning, there is a lot of spoilers, spoilers. in it. Spoilers. Uh, so make sure that you are up to date and have finished. The entire show. The entire show pretty much. Yeah. Um, All 15 seasons of it. Yeah. <laughs> to appreciate yes. what God we talk damn. about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Or if you just want to listen to two two women talk about something that they love very enthusiastically and then get emotional and cry about at the end, yep. then we also have that option. Yes, so. exactly. So <laughs> even if, even I, even if you don't watch the show, you can still still watch you can still listen to the episode and, yeah. and appreciate it for yeah. what it is. And who knows, maybe you'll become a fan of the show afterwards. Yeah. That would, be, that would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Get some people into Supernatural <laughs> now that it's finished. Yeah. But yeah, go check that out. It's on all of the, the podcasting places. Mm-hmm. You can listen to things. Yes. Um, so much fun. Fulia. Yes. Fool, Foolish Fuji's going strong. Foolish Fuji's doing great. Uh, still doing the regular Twitch streams. Um, still doing uh, my Lapis Bay Progress, on my, which is my second island. Um I'm running out of ideas on what I can do. So I decided to do dream tours and check out other people's islands, um, which was um, really cool to do as well. Nice. Um, and it did give me a couple of ideas, um, especially because the second island that I um, that I have right now is set in the Northern Hemisphere. So right now it's going through the autumn season, um, going into winter, which there will be snow. 
Uh, so I need to set my island up for snow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and especially because, you know, for the Northern Hemisphere people, they they get they get a white Christmas, or most of them do. Mm. Um, so I get to at least experience a white, white Christmas, Christmas in a game. Yay! <laughs> so that's going to be interesting. Um, yes, Michael? <laughs> so it's just... Is this podcast slowly turning into an American podcast? <laughs> Why? Well, well, I mean, if our, if our core listener base is anything to go off, hello, yeah. everybody in America, we love you. <laughs> I'm dreaming of a oh, white wow. Christmas. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> yes, uh, so for, for most of you... Who don't know? Australians don't have white Christmases. No, we have a summer Christmas. We're very. It's very warm down here. Yes, for Christmas. We've, that's very true. We one part of the stereotype is true. Barbecues are common. Yes, at Christmas. Much much love for the barbecues during our Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, during our Christmas times. Um, but yeah, getting back to what I was doing. Yes. Um, yeah. So streams, doing the YouTube videos as well, um, going up. I'm trying to get as many videos out per week. Uh, as I can, um, just so that I can catch up to my current moment at the moment, my current moment, my current days. Great. Um, and so you'll have a new episode out um, right now at the time of um, at the time of release, and there'll be more to come. Um, other than that, I'm just going to be working. The the closer we get to Christmas, the busier the retail stores are going to get, which means I'll be picking up a lot more shifts. Yeah, boy. Um, and long shifts. Yep. I've already got some shifts and boy, oh boy, am I going to be there all day. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Oh my goodness. So um, looking forward to it, but Good. also kind of not because, you know, just long days. Yes. Long days. <laughs> they will, they will fly by though. Oh yes. I, mm-hmm. I presume they will. They will. Most yeah. definitely. Um, and yeah, that, that's pretty much going to be me for the next week. How about you, Wayne? Uh, Michael. <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> default Fuji. Why go to the default? <laughs> I've gotten so used to having, you know, Wayne be, you know, be on the podcast for so many weeks. It's just, it's, it's an automatic thing now. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> so, such... There's definitely a, a difference of tone between between when you were asking for Wayne's Wayne's week and then all of a sudden you just say, Michael! 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 I'm sorry. Michael. <laughs> Don't patronise me. I know my name. <laughs> Well, they get on with it. Okay. <laughs> get on with it. Um, yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> After all that. <laughs> uh, no, um, uh, with the... Uh, um, I'm starting to watch uh, a couple of um, old Doctor Who episodes. Mm, and it okay. sort of sparked, sparked my... My my sort of interest of doing a Doctor Who thing, Ooh. because I love me Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, and 
especially when, when the um, new se- new season's being filmed at the moment. So uh, I would like to get back into doing something that is Doctor Who because it's a very niche niche thing. Because you need I I don't know you need to be a particular a weird person to actually like Doctor Who. I reckon because hmm. it, it's not linear. It doesn't make sense. Uh, it contradicts its its own canon like <laughs> all the time. So <laughs> so when you say no, this is supposed to happen. No, it's it's different. It's not. It, it, they've changed it now. Ah, god damn it! <laughs> yeah, he, he, uh, the Doctor can only have thirteen uh, regenerations. Now he can have all the regenerations. Uh, the doctor, the doctor's Gallifreyan. Well, apparently he's a completely different thing now that he's based upon the Gallifreyan things. It's like okay, I've, I've, uh, anyway. So that's what I've been doing: watching TV. Nice. I'm watching TV for Fred. Hey. It's a hard, arduous task, but someone has to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Good. What about you, Kendall? And what, we're what, back. <laughs> what, what what do you sacrifice each week? What do I sacrifice each week? Um, a shred of dignity and a slice of mental health. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. Sounds delicious. Fuck. <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. I'm I kidding. Didn't mean, I didn't mean to go that deep. No, no, no. I, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's fine. It's okay, I'm fine. It's fine. Um... <laughs> Yes, yes. It's fine. Well, it's, 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 fine. Okay. it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. fine. It's okay. It's all right. Spe- sp- speaking of which, I actually haven't... Uh, I feel bad because I, I actually haven't listened to the monthly yet and I'm still umming and ahhing if I should or not. Up Look, to you. It's totally up to you. It's fine. <laughs> we get it if you don't want to. No, no, no. I, I want to, but it, it's it's uh, with something that I haven't seen and people getting emotional about something that I haven't seen. It's just a weird, weird aspect. Yeah, but it's fine. but you know, it's okay. as you say, I I do enjoy listening to to uh, women cry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, and and with that note, yes. <laughs> no, don't leave it at that note. Uh, I'm joking. <laughs> I don't want people to think, oh, he's fucking weird. But I think, no, no. think I'm fucking weird anyway. But no. hi, American people. I'm not that fucking sadistic. No, no, no. You're a good egg. You're good. You're good. Well, I'm Aussie. I'm I'm okay. You're okay, very much so. Yeah. Yes. I'm like Oklahoma. I'm okay. <laughs> that's yes. The, wow. That, yes. That's what they got on their number plate. That is. I know that much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's their uh, state code. It's great. It's great. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yes. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> it is literally okay as was this episode which I hope you maybe found more than okay so please subscribe and, yeah. and give us a review it's something we never ask for you know leave us a review yeah definitely we'd, we'd love to know your thoughts um, on whatever app you listen to us on that'd be freaking awesome thank you um, and yeah and if you're gonna and if you're gonna send hate mail send it to me <laughs> no send it to Wayne Stellini at <laughs> at I am a person on the internet dot com yes dot au that makes sense yeah. <laughs> alright I think that yes. might be it kids yep. what do you reckon let's go
That was a podcast called Fred. We did it right this time. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts. And Fred the Alien, follow us on our SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, www.fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble, where you can get apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery. With our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team, Unibums, Incompetent Gamers, our live stage shows, and more! That was the Fred plug. Yes, most certainly. It was. was. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulvia Cantarmaggio. And I've been a Wayne Stellini. And you've just experienced <laughs> a podcast, podcast called Fred. Wow, we did it right this time. Hey. hey. I wonder what's the missing ingredient to actually get this and get it done properly. Mm. Uh, I don't know about that. Well, apparently you're the Wayne Stellini, so it must be Michael. It must be. Yeah, Mike, ever since Michael turned up, he's a complete, completely <laughs> derailed the entire thing. Yeah, between you, between you and me, girls, I think we should just bump Michael. <laughs> nah, we can give him one more chance, yeah. can't we? Yeah. Up to <laughs> review. <laughs> Let's go to the third umpire. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only for our Twitch, Twitch yeah. watches, Twitch, Twitch streams, <laughs> and visual ne- gags. Yeah, you'll never best. know, portable people. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. Stay yeah. safe. Stay safe, and praise be to Grogu. Yes, <laughs> the chosen son. Not, <laughs> not Anakin. Not Anakin. Because Anakin Gregor. is Neville Longbottom in my head cannon. <laughs> <laughs> and Grogu is Harry Potter. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. And remember to eat these because we didn't say that. Ah, and Freddy lives. <laughs>